This podcast is a production of Mutant Donkey. Uh, if you like Mutant Donkey, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash mutant donkey. You can also follow us on Twitter at mutant underscore donkey. We also have a presence on YouTube at the Mutant Donkey channel, so please like and subscribe if you like this. Thank you. Fair warning. The Mutant Donkey podcast may be inappropriate for people without a sense of humor or for people under the age of 30. Thank you for listening. Mute Donkey. Well, uh, I guess we're all here, not because we want to do a podcast, but because we really want to talk about The Mandalorian, right? Well, I, I in fairness, <laughs> it, it did yeah. anything else happen this week in, like, the world? Did anything else happen in the world? I don't know. Did it? Well, there's increased uh, problems in Colombia because of the Venezuelans, but I don't know if that's what specifically what you want to talk about. Well, those <laughs> Venezuelans always coming in here trying to speak Spanish. Well, I don't know if we would qualify that as Spanish per se, because we have a very high <laughs> standard in Colombia, but yeah. Anyway. You can't see it, but I'm shaking my fist. <laughs> yeah, because he's Venezuelan, right? <laughs> okay, so... um. It would you please start us off on your thoughts about the Mandalorian while I change the battery on my headset? Sure. Okay. Well, so I, you know, I you know that all all of you know that I've been suffering from a lot of burnout recently. Superhero burnout. I'm bordering on Star Wars burnout, but every time I'm just about there, where I'm like, oh, I can just start renting them from here on out. Something really good comes out, and uh, so I got Disney Plus, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. didn't get my password stolen that was really pleasant yeah. um, and I've really been enjoying it and the fact is, is that it is probably the best spaghetti western that's been made in the past 25 years Amen. Um, right. from the soundtrack that is that was the part that struck me the most about it whenever I came in this was a different Star Wars just because of the, the, the soundtrack which has that beautiful you know kind of lone harmonica Mm -hmm. by way of a galaxy far far away that sort of plays in the background it's really it's really well done and the fact that you goes into the saloon doors yes it's awesome um and the fact that i'm i'm so disappointed in myself that i didn't put it together until the third episode but you know he's the mando with no name Ah, nice. I never put it together. <laughs> I, I was it. so disappointed with myself. I'm like, he's like, Mando. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. I think Carl Weathers is trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, no, I love the fact that we get to see Baby Yoda. And yes, I love Baby fact- Yoda. Well, I love the fact that everybody starts calling it baby Yoda. And then some yeah. people are like, well, technically it's not. And like, everybody's like, no, shut up. It's baby Yoda. We've all just, it, it is. we know it's, we know it's not, but that's what it's called. Yep. That's what it is. That's what little cub is. He is, I mean, is baby Yoda. Unless you're a freakishly good fan of the uh, star Wars, you don't really know what the hell that species is called, right? Uh, nobody does. 
So I don't think Lucas has ever revealed. No, that that, it's is. never been said. So we can't really call it anything else. I mean, Bob, maybe Steve. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve. He's the Stevian. <laughs> is this one of those Star Wars movies? <laughs> oh, oh man are you guys still in touch with steve the greatest unintentional comedian that the world has ever known steve. we saw him like two years ago he came to one of the guys day in parties that we have or get togethers aren't really parties because we just lay around taking naps taking turns taking naps we're just too old to do anything fun anymore that sounds, sounds like a good party <laughs> yeah we just drink and pass out people just pass out on the periphery and then we put the cheesiest movie we can find Great, and what? then we're we're in bed by nine thirty, right? Pretty much, probably before then. Like people are, people are like ready to go at four thirty in the afternoon. They're like, "Holy shit, man! I gotta get home. I'm tired as hell." Um, I gotta, I gotta get get ready to rest this off all day tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I don't know what was the last movie we played during the guys' day. Normally, which was really bad stuff. So Andrews in charge of the uh, bad girls shit. with balls. I think. Yeah. <laughs> girls with <All> right. balls. <laughs> It was about I a. Mean, uh, <laughs> where were they from? Argentina? Or yeah, they were from they Argentina. From. It was. It was about a uh, professional volleyball team that gets caught out in the woods by like inbreds. Yeah. Wow. Tale yeah. as old as time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. It was, it was great. Pretty beautiful. It was. <laughs> it was horribly acted. It was dubbed. Not dubbed, but there were subtitles, right? Throughout a bunch of. I, I can't even remember anymore. It was so good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there were really cheesy special effects. The acting was horrible. There was no plot. There were ball. It well, was a, yeah, volleyball team. So they were balls everywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It sounds like a sophisticated time was had by all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And before then, well, one time the more popular one that we watch is the one that I showed Candyman that I don't know if he liked, which is um, the James Franco one. What is that one? Your Highness, or Her Highness? Your Highness, yeah, not, your not, highness. not Her Highness, but not Her Heine, but Your Highness. Father's Oils, yeah. <laughs> the movie. I, vi- I vaguely remember that. It's I, the one with, uh, what's his name, from Eastbound and Down? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm trying to figure out his name. <laughs> uh, uh, Danny, Danny McBride? That was yeah, there you yeah, go. You got yeah, it, that's a good right. pull, man. Well, because it was either that or it's like it's. Not, I know it's not Danny McBoyle because Danny <laughs> Boyle's a, a director. What? <laughs> no, and um, that's just uh, that's one of those movies where you don't really have to pay that hard of attention. You just kind of keep it on the periphery. I went to see it at the Alamo at Draft House when it came out with Anne, and she hates me for that to this day. <laughs> so I, all I know is I drank a Fish Head uh, ninety something, which is a beer that has probably like fourteen percent alcohol. And uh, the movie just got a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that would probably take the edge off. Yeah, it did. No, but I, I actually do love that movie. That's like one of my guilty <laughs> pleasures. All right, be- fair. And you can't argue with guilty pleasures. No, you can't argue with that. So because then everybody's like, "You should hate this," and you're like, "I know." Shut up. Yep. Put it on. <laughs> and, and Natalie Portman. Yeah, I know. Of- basically, shuts it down. The whole time you're trying to figure out why Natalie Portman would ever agree to be in this kind of movie. I remember thinking that a lot. Um, I remember that actually being more of a concern than any of the plot that was going on in the movie. I'm like, hasn't she been up for an Oscar by this point, like twice? And yeah, I mean, she started off in a on a high note. I mean, the professional that thing was awesome. Yes. Well, um, and 
I think the most amazing part is she wound up not getting pigeonholed as a uh, child actor and actually went on to do some some really substantial work. Well, mainly because her, her original performance was so adult-like. I mean, yes, she played technically somebody that was 15 years old, right? She was like 14 or 15 at the time. Right. Maybe. But she actually, by the end of the movie, she acted like she was like 20-something. Like she right. didn't really mature because she was in very bad... I guess life dealt her a really bad hand, so that forces you to kind of mature in a way that other people don't, I guess. Well, fair enough. So, I mean, in the movie, obviously, in real life, she was just, she was still a teenager, a giggly teenager. Right. And had, frankly, been told a pretty good hand being in a very large movie. And then she she survived the prequels, which is something that the other dude didn't. Uh, Oh, Hayden Christensen? Yeah, the poor guy. And he's a really good actor, too. I just, those movies just killed it for him. Yeah, I've got to admit, there's that. There's always that possibility that if you do a big, a big league role like that, that that's your career. Yeah. I mean, if you look at somebody like Nathan Fillion, um, he's never moving past Firefly or Serenity. Uh, from now on, he's he's in a the second season of his uh, cop drama, The Rookie, and he's still, you know, Malcolm Reynolds just playing somebody else yeah to me he's Malcolm Reynolds although I thought he did a really good job in Castle and that thing went on for uh, several seasons right that's fair but I was I'm always dodgy about recommending that one because as a as a note I just enjoy the idea of a detective team where they're using you know solving crimes with literary theory I mean, it's not, it's not blood work. It's not, you know, any kind of crime scene investigation. It's just, hey, if I was writing this, it would be that dude there. Yeah. Between him and Dexter, I'll pick Dexter. Yeah, I me too. Dexter is more involved in his work, and he, he's he got a better place to come from. Well, and frankly, just what a much better sense of humor. Much darker, much more entertaining. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I'm a sucker for those shows where you have the person talking in the third person. Like saying yes. what they're thinking. I don't know. That somehow that draws me in. Kind of like, uh, well, I don't know. I guess Dexter is a good example, but there's uh, other shows that do it as well. Yeah, if um, it's done really well, if it's done right, that is a it's a fun little, a fun little thing to get you to just root around in their way of thinking. Yeah, like I guess kind of like Matt Damon in The Martian. Like just hear him kind of talk to himself or narrate what's going on day to day. That's kind of infectious. Like I I, I want to keep listening to him just talking about what's right. going on day to day. And uh, I don't know, that's kind of cool. So, in your opinions, collective opinions, is The Mandalorian, is this thing going to heal the divide between what has happened with the fandom for Star Wars? Do you think this is the show to do it? Um, what do you mean by the divide? Well, it depends who you listen to. I tell you to. what, let me take it from here. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yes, I believe that this is one of those ones where it could universally be seen as good. Uh, most people will at least respect it. Uh, for what it, for what it really went for, mm-hmm. um, it's expanding on the lore, but it's doing it in a very minimalist way uh, because we've never really seen Mandalorians like this before. Um, you know, the Fets taking their helmets off. We've got the clones that are supposedly from Mandalorian blood. Yeah. There's some argument that that you know the Fet family is not Mandalorian to begin with and so in this they're bringing in kind of the quasi-religious of you know I'm not going to put my gun down because that's my religion and I don't take my helmet off because that seems to be it as well and I think that that's pretty cool but it's also not hitting you over the head with anything that's like oh and also uh, there's a new thing in you know 
the universe and it's this thing that everybody would have known about all along mm -hmm. but no it's just it's just some dude in armor you know shooting drunks on the on border yeah border planets yeah pretty much and who doesn't love that i do love that although i gotta say honest i know a lot of people love the first episode but i have my problems with the first episode with the tone of the first episode like it started well but then the second that he takes his first bounty that that blue guy what yeah. happened what happened to me personally is like okay <clears throat> i love certain parts of star trek like this the first um, what is it uh, Picard or what is, what is that the next generation next generation I'm yeah. partial to that I, I was never able to get into the original Star Trek which I watched as a little kid but I think I was too young back then to really get into that show um, yeah I do love the Orville however like let's say what JJ Abrams did to Star Trek I liked I know some people didn't like it but I do enjoy especially the first Star Trek movie that JJ Abrams did I thought it was really good sure because he brought a little bit of Star Wars to Star Trek but and i and i'm fine with that what i'm not okay with and i'm very hypocritical in this sense i do not want any star trek in my star wars i don't know if that point can come across clearly because when i saw this blue dude talking like a guy from family guy it bugged me it, it yeah. it's, it's like there was an orville character in my star wars and he kept it it kept detracting me from like the Star Wars that I want to just get lost in. And and the, I was just listening to this guy with his toilet humor. And, and if you know me, I'm all about toilet humor. But when you bring oh, a yeah, guy... With, wrong with that. But when you bring a guy from the Orville into Star Wars doing toilet humor stuff, I'm like, I have a problem with that because it disjoints my experience. And so okay. I, was, I was very worried from that point of view for the first episode. However, the second and third episodes completely pulled it forward, and I'm completely sold now. But I gotta tell you, that first episode, I was a little bit on the brink. I didn't know what to think. Well, and the thing is, and again, I, I may be a little bit off base here, because the last couple of weeks have been my Star Wars weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I decided to read, uh, I think it's called Rebellion Reborn, or something like that, or uh, Resistance Reborn. It's the bridge novel between the last Star Wars movie and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And they've done it with the, <laughs> the last few of the books and, or last few of the movies. And it's like, well, okay, I've, I've never gotten into Star Wars books. I wasn't sure why, so I decided to really give this one a go because the, there have been a couple where people are like, oh, this is a really good read. Mm -hmm. And it, oh, mm, no. No? No, please, no. Uh, there were large sections of it that read like fan fiction. Oh, oh no. Um, I don't, I, I don't want to know what goofy conversation would go on between Poe and Finn if they were getting dressed up to go to a party and Finn didn't know how to tie a tie. Yeah, I don't. Shut up. I don't want to see them. I, I, there were so many board meetings and this whole thing. It's like, look, I, I want you to rebuild a rebellion. I want, you, I want the resistance back, but I really don't want to know about the interview process that goes into all the people in the resistance getting in. Um. And then there was a side story about some mid bad guy, mid-level bureaucrat that they were trying to make much more insidious and dark than it really was. And it yeah. was just like, no, he's just, he's barely even a serial killer. I mean, <laughs> come on, this is, it, it was painful. Um, and so then the Mandalorian comes along and I'm sorry, just a thousand times better. And I can see no wrong with it. Yeah. But potentially through the filter of really caring if, Finn and Ray are going to be dating, which they aren't. It's established in one line. They're just friends. Yeah. Also, apparently, Rose has been written out of the whole love trying or the whole love 
story concept too with one line so glad that existed in the movie yeah well i guess there were a lot of fans that had issues with the character of rostico i just i didn't have as much issue with her character i had more of an issue with the whole casino scene in the last jedi um and that whole thing kind of took me away from the movie also the fact that they decided to do a battlestar galactica thing you know which is that's how battlestar galactica there's a whole episode about battlestar galactica the remake yes. right that deals with the exact same premise and so when so, I, I it kind of took me out of the movie when i was thinking about that in particular the the part that kills me about that is that there was the needless oh now now we have fuel for spaceships mm-hmm. i mean of course you know there's fuel for spaceships but, yes. but it's never been an issue and no. they already had a built-in device that they could have used to not introduce that you just put an interdictor right there nobody can jump to light speed everybody's got to go real slow yeah problem solved and we don't have to have the whole fuel issue which has caused a lot of trouble in the in the star wars universe yeah and it's it's just weird to me that in the middle of a chase these guys are actually be able to outrun the whole chase go do something and then come back like nothing happened i don't know that was a little bit too yeah easy i don't know that was that was weird to me you know little plot holes here and there Uh, yeah but uh, i don't know are you guys uh, excited for the for skywalker for the last uh, movie i actually am is that called the rise of skywalker or (laughs) the rise of skywalker yes so who's the sky are we gonna actually have a skywalker is my main question is there going to be a skywalker in here that's going to take the helm or is it going to be ray just taking the mantle and even though she's not a skywalker they're still going to call it. I think it's it. going to be Leia. about that? I heard that that's what they were planning to do. Uh-huh. They were going to have... Basically, they were just going to start calling Rey Skywalker, and apparently, like, apparently, like, people... I think they had to do a rewrite because, like, people were... Test audiences were pissed off or something. So I think they're going to change something. I read something similar, but I would be disappointed... If the writers don't have enough confidence in their work to just stick with what they write instead of like constantly react to what everybody's saying. Well, the original plan was it was going to be Leia. Okay. But yeah. she went and died on everybody, so... Yeah, I guess you can't. Kind yeah. of hurt everything. <laughs> yeah. Selfishly. I know. How dare she? Yeah, what's up with that? Man. But that would have been awesome, I think, for her to actually start using her force powers. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see her like wield that. I think that writing would have been awesome. Yeah, we for her to start wielding and scene. change it. Because we never saw her wield the lightsaber, right? In any of the movies. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think we that's a crime. We did get that one scene in the eighth movie where the bridge blew up and everybody died, except Princess Leia could breathe in space. And then she used her force Locked powers out. to fly around. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's when... And the thing is that only some people talk about it, but Admiral Akbar died in that scene. And Yep. Oh, I know. It indeed just, was a trap. It, it was. I saw... I saw this. I forget what it was, but somebody had uh, just said, this is how it should have ended. Um, it was a it was a animation on uh, YouTube, and it actually might have been how it should have ended. Um, but the last scene has nothing whatsoever to do with uh, what is it, Al- Admiral Haldo. Yeah, it's just everybody gets in the ship, and there's Akbar on the bridge, and he's like, <laughs> you know, bringing the ship around. And they're all like, he's all like, do you know what this is? <laughs> it's like they cut over to the to the, the 
the first order ship and they're like what he's like do you know what this is <laughs> they're like what's he talking about like, I don't know. do you know what this is he's like what is he saying and he's like it's a trap and then he just like gets into him beautiful that's I awesome. would actually give my own money to reshoot that scene and then re-release the meat. All on me. Just just that one scene. If they would put Akbar in there getting lippy at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's old enough. He can sacrifice himself, you know. That's good. He gets to spot his line again. Awesome. I mean I think that's kind of part why I like the Rogue One so much, is because they have a that scene that kind of par- parallels the Return of the Jedi when they get to the planet and they're having the space fight while they're having like the ground fight. And I think that Rogue One in that sense captured very well like the essence of the Star Wars battle transition. I could see that. It's one of the it's one of the most coherent space battles since the original trilogy. It's, uh, um, there's a clear ebb and flow. You have an mm-hmm. understanding of the the goals that are going on. It's not just hey, and now here's some visual noise. Yeah. Yeah. So that that movie made me happy. I want more movies like that. So what is the plan going forward for for Star Wars, Disney Star Wars here? What's their play? The official plan right now is to take a break. That's not a good play, or is it? Or maybe that is it a good play. It might be. Let, you this, know what? let this trilogy breathe. And the thing is, is that they've got... For like 20 years. <laughs> well, no, unfortunately, the... it'll be like one or two years. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, 20 or uh, 23. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that now they've got Disney Plus, they've got The Mandalorian, which is getting a lot of good reviews, and they've got this Obi-Wan series coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so maybe they've got it in their heads that they can do better and make more money if they you know don't burn people out of the theater but rather have quality content that'll force them to come to a streaming service yeah maybe they can spend a little bit more time in their movies and actually in their writing and and yeah be more stingy with their yeah. theater releases i wouldn't mind having them come out in longer periods of time but actually be better quality in terms of yeah. writing visually they're stunning visually the force awakens and and the last jedi are stunning especially the last jedi yeah. the last jedi has insane visuals yeah, when, they did when a Holdo, fantastic job. Yeah, when Holdo crashed that thing through space and you, and you saw that crack, that silent crack because in space nobody can hear you scream. Right. That thing just elevated me. Like that that yeah, visual no, was a- just elevated me to a point that I hadn't been to. Like if the if the story of of Star Wars as it's written now matched the tempo of that visual, I would give them all my money yeah. right now, like, you know. Yeah. It's uh that'll be my heaven right there. <laughs> Um, so, I guess excited for the Obi Wan series. Is that Ewan McGregor coming back or what? Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, he's, and that's the main reason why I'm excited. Yeah, um, they said that he's been keeping that secret for four years. Okay. I mean, years ago, I remember them going, "They should do an Obi Wan series, but with Ewan McGregor." And I'm like, "Ah, that's ridiculous. They're not going to get a, you know, a list, you know, mm-hmm. kind of high end, skilled actor to commit to, you know, something for TV." Mm-hmm. And then they just went ahead and made TV, and so now he's coming. <laughs> I guess he doesn't need makeup, right? Because he's actually as old as, I mean, the prequels were how long ago? Like late '90s, early 2000s. They were 40 years ago. Oh wait, I'm sorry, the prequels. Yeah, <laughs> they were early 2000s, weren't they? It was 1999. Was there's the area. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. I know this because I actually watched it today. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's on Disney Plus. I've been rewatching all the Marvel movies, so I guess we can talk a little bit about Disney Plus. How are you, how are you guys liking the experience? 
I love Disney Plus. Yep. I've got to be honest with you. I was really skeptical whenever they first announced it because I really like hating on Disney. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> awesome. then they like showed what they were doing, and I'm like, you know, the Marvel, oh, well, the Star Wars. Okay, that's kind of cool. Um, and then they're all like, oh yeah, and every movie you grew up with as a kid. And I'm like, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. And yep. they're like, yeah. But I'm all like, the Swiss Family Robinson. It's like we got two of those. Yeah. The Black Hole's on there, man. Yeah, the Black Cauldron. Well, the Black Cauldron's on there. Um, Bedknobs and broomsticks. Yes, indeed. I'm just come on, Angela Lansbury, a woman who's perpetually 62, from the time she was 18 till the time she was 138, which I think she is right now, always looks the same. Dude, Disney had me at racist cartoons. Okay. So I gotta say, like, yeah. you see, they're putting out all those disclaimers now. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, you kind of have to. At some point, you kind of gonna go, yeah, and a disclaimer before all of them. And uh, Walt used to name names for the for the feds during the the McCarthy hearing. So, yep. So maybe. Um, I mean, those were just used to be cartoons, right? Nowadays they're racist cartoons, but back then they were just cartoons. I mean, we didn't really think yeah. twice about them, but you know, nowadays I guess you know it's different. Yeah. So Which cartoons? The <laughs> old ones, the back in the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, before you really get to the two thousands. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, if yeah, you watch the, the Ultimate Jerry stuff too, there's a lot of racist stuff in there. Watch Fantasia. I didn't there's even look at Song really. of the South on there. Who? No. No, oh, they will never get the song of the South. <laughs> that was hilarious because I, when I was young, we actually had that soundtrack. Nice. Um, my parents loved getting a soundtrack to the movies, and it's great. It's just this these southern kind of slave songs and southern traditional southern folk, and then you like see the movie, and you're like, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I, are we? What's happening? Nope, What's... Nobody's gonna hit pause on this. Nobody's gonna complain. <laughs> Oh man, different times. But meanwhile, I'm sitting there in literature class trying to teach of mice and men and explain why oh, them boy. using the N word in this context isn't exactly <laughs> the same as how we would use it today. Yeah, yeah that's that's a, that's a bit. <laughs> um, let's see what other stuff. Avatar is there? The the Avatar it is. movie. Yeah. All right, um, I think. There's, there's one that I can't get over, and there's one that I, I really need to talk to Disney about because... What is that? My opinion. The movie Condor Man is not yes. a the site. Oh. It's not? It's not. Oh, I, would, I didn't look for it. I would have already... Been, oh, as soon as I got on there, and I was all like, hey, from the Disney vault, Condor Man, nothing. Uh, it's got to be coming. It's got to be. monsters! Shouldn't the Rocketeer be in there, too? It was, is. Was it, it is? It is. You're shitting me. The Rocketeer is there? Yeah, it's right there. Oh, I'm gonna Cliff go watch Seacord it right now. Fuck in all you guys. of his glory. <laughs> Later, um, hater. But you know what? Remind the, the the episode three of the Mandalorian at the very end when you have one of the other Mandal dudes next to the spaceship uh, veer off. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking, this is Rocketeer, man. That was so yep. awesome. And then he's like, I gotta get me one of those. I'm like, me too. I gotta get one of those. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> you have to. That's awesome. Of course you do. I love like like how he's procedurally building everything that we saw in Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett had like the full costume, right? But he's like procedurally right. just building all the pieces to his right to his armor. I don't know. That's pretty cool. I like the underground culture of this uh, Mandalorians. It is. Yeah. So do I. 
And I love the, the the kind of mythology that 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 produces. You see him walking through the uh, you know the catacombs, the Warrens with his ice cream maker full of super metal. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's the first thing Michelle said. He went all the way for an ice cream maker. Well, that's the thing is that you know it's that it's that tip of the hat to the uh, Empire Strikes Back where there's yep. that one dude in the background of Cloud City like with his ice cream maker just running down the hall trying yes. to get murdered. And now we know what he might have had. Yep. I, you know, it's, you could have had ice cream too, but uh, <laughs> but also Mando Super uh, Metal. So good. But, uh, I will say I was a little, um, to be honest with you, I was a little disappointed by Disney Plus just because I don't have kids, and so I the Mandalorian is amazing. Yep. Um, it's, I I really liked that it's the first thing I've seen in forever that actually felt like Star Wars. Because yeah. just because they had like the little animatronics and puppets, like it wasn't just CGI bullshit. I was, I'm so sick of CGI bullshit. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it really felt, it, and then that's the thing. I think we should say a little bit, a bit about John Favreau, who's mm-hmm. the man, and they've already pr- pretty much just like with a, what's his name with Marvel? Um, Kevin the guy Feig. Who did the Spider Man movies. <clears throat> oh, Feige? um, Feig? Feig? Yeah. Foggy? Feig? Um, now they're basically giving Star Wars to John Favreau. They're like, okay, you get it. Oh, um, what's, what was the name of the guy who was the like the director and showrunner of the Clone Wars? It was uh, like uh, it's not Maloney. It's uh, Filoni. Filoni. Um, he, they're also sort of leading him in on it as well. He's doing a bunch of uh, directing on this as well. Okay. Oh, talking about Clone Wars, all those uh, animated shows are on Disney Plus too. Yeah, yes. there, there's some stuff about that. And I don't know if you saw the kind of the outrage online. There was some stuff awesome. about how they they cropped things. Oh, be- well, the Simpsons show has had that problem too because the aspect ratio is that what we're talking about. Yeah, they cut off. They they basically yeah. chopped up part of the frames. That's not acceptable. I'm excited about Clone Wars, but what I was disappointed about with Disney Plus was that there was almost nothing new. I mean, yes, there's lots, all kinds of cool old stuff, and they have, like, the X-Men cartoon from the 90s, which I'm chewing my way through right now, because I didn't <laughs> guard well back when they were on. Yeah. But I was just really disappointed that there was, you know, like everyone complains about Netflix, how, you know, they have all this content, new content, it's all crap, but at least Netflix has new crap. You know, I was looking through, I was like, so this thing's really like the Mandalorian Plus for me, because that's well, basically, now, you know, but like, like, like I, I watched the Mandalorian, and I watched some old X-Men, I was like, and most of these Disney, most of these old Disney movies. I mean, there were some good ones like Bedknobs and Broomsticks, but a lot of them, I'm just like, eh, like I don't need to see Miracle again. I don't, you know, there's a lot of the movies on there that I, that were fine, but I'll never need to see them again. Right, not a ton of rewatch value. Well, they do have the new show, High School the Musical, making fun of the High School Musical original thing or whatever. Oh my gosh, Muppy! And what are you oh my god! Oh yeah, Muppy, Muppy made me watch that. By the way, there she is. No, hi guys. Yeah. Muppy. <laughs> Uh, so I've been here, and Ethan was the only one who said hi to me. But you were the one who made me watch that, and it was it was really stupid. What been really stupid? You've been wanting. It, There's only been two episodes, was, and you're like glued to the TV. It's like, ah, what's gonna happen next? Who's gonna date who now? Who's gonna pretend to be going out with? No, him? I've been watching. I've been watching anime. Oh, okay. Anime. I mean, but there's only two, ep- two because they're procedurally yeah, releasing this stuff. Yeah, there's only two. Which? Yeah. Should be one next week or something. Yeah, which anime are you watching? I caught you last night watching, I'm watching some weird I, thing. I'm watching Fairy Tale. I watched that oh. until like 1 a.m. 
It's a really good one. What's Fairy Tale yeah. about? It's about it's like, like wizards. Yeah. That's it. They have wizards. like that's they, it. Well, they have like magic <laughs> keys or something, and then the keys. No, no, no. Um, that's only one. That's a celestial oh, yeah, that's a lady. Um, wizards. But it's really cool. Yeah. All right, I've, I've got to be honest, though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dangerous to say, what's this anime about? Bounce. Because... Bounce. Okay, yeah, you're, 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 you're. No, it's not even that. It's like, well, this is one about a kid who can write in a book, and then somebody dies, but he also has to deal with a de- And you're like, what the hell's going on? You can't you can't describe that accurately <laughs> enough to make how the story makes sense. What's this one about? It's, it's about a guy who worked out so hard that all of his hair fell out, and now he just punches <laughs> people, and they all just die the first yeah. time. That's One Punch Man. Yes, yeah, oh, my, I remember my psychology professor would tell us about One Punch Man. Oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, it's so great. You know what? It's it's funny because I when I first saw One Punch Man, I was like, this is really stupid, and like I kept watching it like three episodes, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems really stupid, but then it just like. You get like, into it. Kind of get the shtick. It's basically making fun of anime, like yes. like this guy is just like a god, and he's just like so ambivalent about the whole thing. It's just it's just delightful. The, talking about animated shows, the Dragon Prince uh, season three is now. No. On oh, is that like the My Little Pony, but yes. the one that you want? Yes, yes, basically. It's actually got decent writing. I know you guys make fun of me for. <laughs> Great. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> My a- little moon. <laughs> with a blue. It's a good show. <laughs> no, really. Compare that to Death Note. That you're the only forty-year-old man at the fan club convention. No, Leaf uh, watches that too. <laughs> okay. Well. Great. So they're gonna roll like- as a pair. Yeah, but I guess he watches it with his two little girls, and I watch yeah, it by exactly. myself in the Do dark. You have so. An excuse? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, See, now I have to watch a couple of episodes just so I can judge Andreas. <laughs> it's it's I not a bad show. I can't rightly say it's, you know, embarrassing without having seen it first, but now I, I have to see it now. It, okay, it, it looks kind of kiddy on the surface, but there's actually a real kind of, like, mature subplot going through the whole now, thing. You can't defend it now, I'm explaining it, okay? What the, uh-huh. That's it. I'm taking my podcast and I'm going home. Watching Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and, oh, yeah. So How do I watch Rick and Morty? Somebody no, tell no, me. Don't even talk Adult about that. Adult Swim. But yeah, but oh, how right, do you get Adult Swim? What do you, where, where is it at? Is it not on Hulu anymore? Uh, I think Hulu does it a season behind now. Oh. Uh, because I, I haven't yeah. seen any new episodes up. Hmm. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I've been watching them on Adult Swim when they premiere. And there, you can stream Adult Swim online, but the problem is you have to have a cable code to do oh, it, yeah. which... Yeah. Right. Purpose for people that don't have cable. I guess you can pirate it. <laughs> I don't know. I normally don't pirate stuff. But I, there's so much stuff to watch that I don't feel like I have to pirate anything. Because I have an abundance of things to watch. I just don't. I normally just wait. Like, I've been waiting for... How many seasons of The Big Bang Theory are there now? Uh, um, well, it's more over. than there ever should have been. And I've never first. watched a single episode of my life. Why? Because it's always Good been man. locked behind the cable lock and key. And I've never bothered to either pirate it or watch it at any point. But there's going to come a time where Big Bang is going to be on Netflix or something, and then I'll be able to watch it all. Uh, yeah, and that day is going to be a really disappointment for you. It is. Everybody talks 
praises about that show. I mean, what? Yeah, but but let's keep one thing in mind. Mm -hmm. Think about how dumb the average human being is, <laughs> and then remember that half of them are dumber than that. Well, <laughs> but the, so, but the one thing didn't bring sorry, like D and D to the forefront. Well, yeah, but it was. I don't know. I had a friend, a uh, coworker of mine, that uh, described it best. We were debating uh, Arrested Development versus the Big Bang Theory, and I've seen a couple. Oh, Arrested of... Development. Oh, absolutely. And I was, I was, I've seen a couple of episodes of the Big Bang Theory because mm -hmm. you know it's supposed to be it's nerd culture or whatever. And I just, oh, it was so unfunny and so unwatchably just mediocre. And so he was all like, "Well, I think it's really funny because it's a really dumb show about smart people." <laughs> Well, Arrested Development is a really smart show about dumb people. That is correct. And I was like, well, then I, I guess I know which way I like to go. I like the really smart ones. Um, and the, the super dumb people. Yeah, yeah no, the way I heard it, always heard it was that it was the Big Bang Theory was a show about smart people for dumb people. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess there's a reason why I haven't watched it. So I'm going to go watch the Dragon Prince now. Mm, okay. Yeah, you need to watch a manly anime. Like JoJo's Jojo. Adventure. I'm gonna watch oh. that after I finish Fairy Tale, even though there are like nine seasons of Fairy Tale. Oh, JoJo Super Adventure? What is that? No, no Jojo Bizarre. Oh, Bizarre Adventure. Remember, I showed you the first episode. It had the guy with the mask, where like pierced his head. The guy with the mask. That's not the one with the brothers, remember. right? Or the two guys living yeah, in the house. Yeah, the the one where the blonde oh. kid comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, that's actually like, not bad. Yeah, we should watch that when I get back for Thanksgiving. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Why not? No, when you get back for Thanksgiving, we're watching Cavernie of the Iron Fortress. Okay, listen, we can do that. We can finish. Nope. And then we're going to watch Jojo. Nope. You know, there's, on, there's only one way we can solve this. Death Knife Death? fight. Oh, okay. Same All right. Yep. Two minute or one man leaves. Yeah, two minute I'm or good. one moopy leaves, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at I do have my money on Moopy. Yeah, we, we have to watch Mad Max. Well, you well, should I, have seen us at the Renaissance Festival. I beat her with a sad. You really did. It was actually kind of no sad. One, you no beat her one. with a what? Okay. With my sack. Oh my Gross. Okay. And then Moopy beat up Abby no. with her sack. <laughs> oh, Moopy has a sack? Yeah. Well, Holy, what kind of children do I um, I'm back on the anime topic. <laughs> Gen <laughs> genetic mutation. Wow. <laughs> Eh, so, it's not my place to judge. So, Candyman, please tell Eat how much you enjoyed freezing your ass off at the Renfest. Good lord, it was cold. Uh, it was pretty cold. Actually, I mean, it was, well, in retrospect, it wasn't bad, but it was definitely cold. I'm glad we stopped. I stopped. I didn't bring any. I only had, like, regular, like, slacks. I didn't have real pants, and so we stopped and got sweatpants, and I was still freezing. It was cold. I mean, it was only it was only like fifty degrees, but the problem is the wind was blowing the whole time, and like like it just went like right through my shoes, like my oh, yeah. toes were just frozen. That was actually about the worst part, honestly, was the frozen toes because like like all this stuff like that you can put on. I had like a pullover, and then I had like a poncho that Andres gave me that actually helped a lot because I was just freezing my ass off. Yep. <laughs> and he kind of looked a little bit like under the giant, so I started telling people that he was under the giant. I was like, "That's a great <laughs> costume." They started. <laughs> <laughs> they were like actually impressed i mean they were also drunk but they were impressed they were like we like that costume. Man, your costume's great man <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was good we, we did meet some interesting people that night yeah. when i got to the campsite i saw him with the poncho and i called him pacha 
Pacha. <laughs> That's from the Emperor's New Groove, right? Yeah. The Peruvian dude. <laughs> Technically, that poncho is Equatorian, so I don't know. But it does have llamas on it, so I guess. Exactly. Are we talking about, so are we just kind of doing freeform today? Are we going to talk, because I was going to talk about um, Watchmen. I've been watching, I've been watching yeah, shows. Go ahead. Who we watches the Watchmen on HBO? Yeah, I still haven't started it yet. I've been wanting to, and I keep, things keep coming up. How is it? I like it. It's good. Um, it's definitely, like, it's basically based off the, like, it's not, like, I was a little discombobulated because it's based off the comics more than the movie. Like, it doesn't have as much tie-in to the movie. Does it feel like a continuation? No. Interesting. No, it's it's different. I mean, it's the Watchmen universe. You know, it's like the right universe and feel and world and stuff. But it's like not. It has not, like there's nothing to do with the movie at all. Hmm. Like it's basically. I think it's like probably about thirty years after the movie, but it's kind of a. You know, I mean, it, it does kind of reference some of the history of the movie, but like it's like the. It. it I don't want to spoil. I can't. I don't really want to spoil anything. So. <laughs> Okay. I have to start watching it. Cuz I yeah, cuz I just said, well this happened and this didn't, but then, you know, as soon as I do that, I'm I'm spoiling, so I don't really want to spoil. But is Are it you a, enjoying it? Yeah, is it I recommend. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Okay, cool. It's like I said, well, I mean, like at first I was really unsure for about I would say almost 3 episodes cuz I was like, wait a minute, like I was expecting like I was I for some reason I was just expecting to be like the movie mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I was like, you know, what is this? blah blah blah, but but then, like, once I just kind of accepted it was different, but it's, you know, and just went with it, it, it gets pretty compelling. And it does, okay. have, it does have some of the movie characters still kind of alive and doing stuff, and I don't even know what they're doing with that yet. So so there right. is some time, but it's not like, it's not just like, oh, here's what happened after the, you know, after the oh. Watchmen. Okay. Now, how, how much Blue Dongle we got in there? Oh. Uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, so... Uh, oh, no. That's your first question. I can't spoil it. I can't spoil it for you, so I'll just say you should watch. Okay. <laughs> there's a, there's 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 a there, there, the thing. The problem is I can't spoil it because it's too good. Okay. The blue dongle is okay. too good, or the show is a show. The whole. Never mind. I so believe that they might be one in the same. Seen, I haven't seen Doctor Manhattan yet. Okay. Just his dong. Just, just potentially a dong <laughs> with a little bow tie. Did somebody say dong? I guess it's probably a, more than we should have. There's got to be at least a medium bow tie because I think it's huge, man. Oh, man. I mean, he's <laughs> the medium bow tie. <laughs> yep, at least. I mean, if you could reassemble yourself on a molecular level, though. Yeah. Oh, I think everyone. Yeah, why not? Just, you might as well go all the way. Let's just, let's just all everyone, not if act like, shocked like, by if that. If you look at the Exiles game, everyone would just take the little dong slider. <laughs> There's a physics <laughs> dong slider. Conan Exiles is a winky slider? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, the game Scum also has a winky slider, but they took it a step further. Uh-oh. Your penis size actually affects your stats. <laughs> like, so you know how Wait, when what's you... What's that? I... Uh, so basically... <laughs> what like, stat you know, does it affect? Movie cover your ears. Charisma? Your <laughs> mouse. You know when you make a character Jump in an RPG and you, like, put points into stats? Yes. yes. So your penis size is one of those stats you can put points into. 
Oh. So basically, you have a guy that's like anemic and atrophied, but has like a fourteen-inch dong. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> he's like so. Like you're saying, his dong is bigger than like one of his legs because he like he's put all his points in the wrong path. Yeah, his dong does all the conversations. Not even, not even five minutes. We can't stop talking about this stuff. Five minutes. Let's analyze this. Come on. Let's, uh... <laughs> This is important stuff. So, so you basically have like sliders that are like dexterity, okay, strength, <laughs> intelligence, and then you have penis sliders. Okay. So here's my irrational part about all of this. <laughs> Does anybody else make, think that it makes it even more uncomfortable than a slider? <laughs> and it was just like, you know, you put a number there. What, what are you thinking? Uh, eight. I was thinking okay, 14. Fine, I can live with that, but it's like... Oh, the slider is like true this. weird science, you know? You gotta slide bigger and smaller. Click on this see and it. slide it across. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just uh... It only works if you rotate the mouse wheel. Nice. <laughs> First counterclockwise, then <laughs> clockwise. Oh, man. This episode is broken, by the way. It uh, is. Yeah, it's probably the best episode we've ever had. We can. We can I disagree. This, we can edit this down to the seven minutes of usable conversation. <laughs> Five of us talking about. So, Star. Mandalorian's great. Okay, yeah. well, that's it for this episode. Mandalorian's <laughs> great. Yeah, go watch it. So, well, if you guys look in the chat, the, the Watchmen, we talk about, and then we just start talking about all the different games and other things that have dogs, and that's pretty much like the. That's the whole thing. I'm trying to think. What else. I don't think I've played that many games with dongs, other than leisure, leisure, leisure shoot suit Larry. Is that leisure suit it? Larry? Yes. Go, leisure suit Larry. Didn't, don't you like hitting oh, people I... in the forehead with your dong or something? <laughs> Isn't that what that game's about? <laughs> no. It's one of those games that you you sort of hear about for like, you know. Oh man, have you heard about this one? Oh, it's like. Wow, that that's that's so so interesting slash strange. And now, like as an adult, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I thought it was like the Holy Grail growing up. Like people would talk about this mysterious game where you walk around naked, and I'm like, wow, that sounds awesome. Right, then, total next level stuff. And then it's just consistently the worst rated game of all time. Every single time an iteration of it comes out, that that tracks. So, but I think Andrew has actually played that game where. I have yeah, in its defense, it was it's, really funny. It's it was really funny. In my defense, <laughs> it was it was like playing Porky's the I, game. I don't feel bad about watching the Dragon Prince anymore. Let me put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you should. At least I, I'm still gonna judge you though. Oh, great. No, I know you are. You guys derive extreme pleasure in holding me over the coals. Yeah, look, you're not gonna get a lot of sympathy from me because I had to sit down for three days with my wife and tell her. Before we got married, she met you jackals. Exactly all the embarrassing stories that had led up to this moment. So that whenever you guys first met my wife, you couldn't just start shoveling them onto her. And by the way, we were pretty exactly well behaved. what you did. We were well we behaved. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. I was, I was Do you have any idea how many times I heard my wife say, no, he's told me that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. We didn't have to pull anybody off the, you know, the roof of the the building or anything so in that respect you're well behaved but yeah. <laughs> you guys came at me hard that day well we had to uh, it's our job I, what? I didn't know what you were going to do though so i prepared myself well but that's what you get for inviting us to your wedding i mean that is true i mean you during my wedding you did try to get me to escape through the backfield in <laughs> right? i i just was trying to give you 
all of your options leading into it. We're looking at the church. We're looking at the field behind the church. We're looking at the church. We're looking back at the field, and Eat says, "You know, (laughs) (laughs) we still have time." Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Oh man, had I fallen for that, I guess uh, you know things would have happened differently. So anyway, indeed. So where are we off to next? Does anybody want to talk about? Oh, so there was another good show I was going to mention. So it's also on HBO. It's called His Dark Materials. Gross. I saw the first episode, and then my daughter didn't want to watch it anymore. So I've been waiting for a chance to watch it without her. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of. It's kind of like a steampunk kind of fantasy. It is kind of like it's the the main character is like a twelve year old girl. So it is kind of. I think it does. It's kind of weird. Like I, I was talking to a friend about it. And he's like, "Yeah, it seems like it's more for kids." And I was like, "I don't know if it, you know, like it's it's pretty dark for kids, but it is kind of like not as, you know, it, maybe it's PG thirteen or something. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if it's how kid friendly it is, but it it is kind of like a little more." The movie was PG thirteen, if I remember correctly. We're talking about dark things, Moopy makes me watch dark things all the time. Mm-hmm. But but it's a really cool show. It's yeah, uh, I it's quite I like it's kind of oh so it's really cool because like all the characters have a familiar basically and they're like linked together. So if the familiar dies, they die, and vice versa. So it, it is it's it, and it's kind of got like a thing where there's like two different worlds and people cross between them. It's 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 really a neat show. I've been really enjoying it. It's got a cool mythology. Yeah, it it's actually like- got a really good cast too. So can you watch HBO now if you don't have cable? Can you just subscribe to HBO whatever? Go? Yes, HBO. Yeah, you get, um, HBO Go, or yeah. you can get it on Amazon or whatever, too. So how much is HBO Go? Well, if you have AT&T, it's free. No, I don't have AT&T, man. I don't. Yeah, is... I think it's expensive, to be honest with you. I think oh, yeah. it's like 15 bucks a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's pricier than Netflix. Okay. Oh, uh, talking about that, before we forget, with the Disney bundle, you know, if you get the bundle, it comes Disney Plus, Hulu, regular Hulu, and then it has ESPN Plus. But if you already have a Hulu Plus subscription, you can sign up for the bundle using the same email from your Hulu Plus subscription, and they will just add like six bucks on top of that and include the Hulu, you know, with... Yeah, yeah, I found that I found that out after yeah, I, I signed up for my for my I, and I signed like a one year deal for Disney Plus just to save the money. So okay. I probably would have gotten Hulu, but I just they should have they they really lost money though because if they would have just offered the unlimited version, uh-huh. like I would have I would have signed up. Yeah, but they didn't, and so I didn't. Well, ESPN Plus is kind of good because I get to watch some tennis, and before I couldn't watch tennis because I cut the cable cord a long time ago. So this kind of started allowing me to watch some tennis now. So that's going to be good. Um, let's see. Moopy and I watched, what was it, Hell House yesterday? Or more uh, like she yeah. made me watch. It was, not, it was okay. It was like made in the... Linda Blair old school Hell House? No, or a like the new one done in the way that kind of Blair Witch or Cloverfield where you have like the story or paranormal activity where you have like technically like the real... found footage. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, uh, I don't know, that kind of thing is starting to get really old, really tired. If it's not done correctly, it just seems very tired. And so it was just like, meh, I guess. It was okay. It was not as good as it should have been. So it wasn't that scary either. So, 
Uh, well, what's scary was hereditary. If you guys want to watch a scary piece of monkey, hereditary is kind of weird. Yeah, hereditary scared the bejesus out of me. It is freaking okay. weird, man. It's really good. It is weird. <laughs> if you if you it's want a slow to burn, yes, yeah, a slow burn, but it's good. It keeps you engaged. Yeah, but it's the really time. good. Yeah. No, I really I want to see Midsummer because of that. Midsummer is horrible. Do not watch. Attention, anybody that listen to this podcast. What? Do not watch <laughs> Midsummer, please. That that movie is painful. All right, game over, man. Yeah, that, honestly, it is. It's that movie is really painful, and it doesn't. It gets just worse and worse, and it's just it, it drags yeah. on your soul. It like drags you down. Please <laughs> wow. do not watch that fucking movie. No. So you didn't like it, huh? No. Uh, it wasn't so much that I didn't like it. I feel like killing myself after watching that shit. I just, wow. Yeah, it was that heavy. It's just heavy. I, I got yeah. there for the last twenty minutes. It's kind of messed up. It's just heavy. I don't recommend it. I don't. Yeah. So I don't know if I've brought it up before, but mm-hmm. a show that all of you have to—if you haven't heard about it, you haven't seen it—you have to go back and watch it. Um, is what we do in the shadows. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've told you guys about it, but it is. It, so it's yeah, based on a about movie. It on the podcast, yeah. Oh, well, then, then I need to go into it. But I swear, my wife and I, are just, we sit there now and we just watch for energy vampires. <laughs> because, first of all, Colin Robinson is the reason you watch the show. It's just a, this brilliantly written part. The guy that's the actor that plays it is just, oh, he just kills it every time. And, yeah, it's just that horrible person you know in the office that just walks in in the morning. He's like, oh, looks like you're going to have to do all those paperwork i don't i don't envy you doing that job you're gonna do that all day and then he turns around and just inhaling the energy yeah (laughs) light up (laughs) that's on amazon prime right um no that is uh that is fx okay uh how do i watch it you don't Uh, don't. you turn to (laughs) fxx okay Uh, no you can get it on hulu Oh, that's right. Hulu is going to be heavy FX channel from now on, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, thanks Good. to Disney. I'm going to start turning, tuning into that. Uh, Candyman has a very good documentary that he watched that he was so excited about when he came over. It is called Rocket Man. Matt Mike's mission to prove that the Earth is flat. <laughs> I saw this one. It was one that I'd considered, that I'd considered checking out. It is... I, I hadn't laughed that much in a long time. It, it's an honest documentary. It's just like kind of semi-objective because obviously his documentary kind of pokes fun at him sideways. But to watch a guy talk straight about what he's talking about, it is insane. Uh, yes. But the fact that he's got the know-how to build a fucking rocket is even scarier. <laughs> it is like people like this should not have the ability to build a rocket. <laughs> I don't know, but the, the movie is hilarious. No, the documentary is hilarious. It's just, uh, and he gets people that actually help him that don't necessarily agree with his views, but they they're just so interested in the rocket technology that they, they actually help him with the rocket and stuff. So it's uh, so the 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 premise of the show is he wants to build a rocket to hit the stratosphere or whatever to hit high enough so he can see the curvature of the Earth by for himself. Right. He really doesn't believe what people have been telling him. Because for some reason, the government has something to gain from telling people that the Earth is round. It's apparently a religious argument. I've been trying to figure that one out for sure myself. But it's actually a religious argument. Because of somebody climbing um, a mountain and they saw the corners of the Earth, right? Or something? That, uh, it that's was what the fact kind of that it, I don't know. it was... D- the way that the world was described was that the heavens were a dome over it. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so if it's going to be a dome, then it has to be over a flat surface. And because I can't see the, uh, the curvature from where I'm standing, it's obviously flat. And because I've, you know, eaten a meal today, global hunger doesn't exist. Yeah. Basically. Well, to me, it just tells me that people that wrote the Bible have no clue what things really look like. So <laughs> honestly, that's like the simplest argument from my point of view. You know, like the people that wrote yeah. the Bible don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like they don't know, you know, you know how things really work, and that's fine. I mean, if if you believe in that, you want to believe in right, that. Right, that's fine. But, you know, that's fine. You you do you. <laughs> you do you exactly. You do you. Yeah, but, that's fine. But if you come and engage me in a conversation, I will tear you up, man. I don't. I, you know. <laughs> if you come and ask me what do you think, well, yeah, I'll tell you what I think, and maybe a little oh, bit you, more. You sure you wanna? So, sure you wanna yeah. pull on that thread? Yeah. And I know, Eat, you're no stranger to telling people what you think because you had plenty of people knock on your door trying to convert you to do their oh, things, right? So. Yeah, that was an interesting neighbor. <laughs> oh, it was a neighbor? <laughs> oh, I've had a few of them. Oh, um, man. Yeah, there was, was the neighbor that kept or? taking pictures, picturesque pictures of my house at sunset. What? And putting, um, like, religious quotes on them and handing them out at the church. <laughs> And then she would come over and hand them to me, and I'm like, oh, "What am I doing with this?" Yes, through all things, God or is you know, through you know, through God, all things are possible, including me raking my leaves. Apparently, more often than not. <laughs> what? Raking my leaves? You should have been yeah. making money off of that. <laughs> I have no idea. I found the whole thing to be weird. First day I moved in, or actually the second day I moved in, uh, I just moved into my house, and I went out and I got a bunch of groceries and. They didn't have uh, the soda I like, so I just got cherry coke. The next day, she shows up with two twenty-four packs of cherry coke because she knows oh I like God. it. I'm just like, okay, wow. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of stuff in the backyard. I am not. I am going to dart into my house under under cloak of darkness so I can avoid this situation. That's a bit too creepy. That's why I don't like neighbors in general. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to like you if you're my neighbor. <laughs> no, really, honestly, it doesn't matter who you are or what you are. I just I. When I'm home, I want to be in my space. I don't want to be saying hi just, to people and like you know whatever. I just want to be me. You just can't. Space. You can't with these people anymore. It's, uh, it's we need to start a GoFundMe to get him a cast. We could just sit in there, not have to deal with anybody. <laughs> the moat for Andreas. There you go. That would be awesome. I'm all for that. There was something I want to talk about. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh yes, I played Re Reventure, which is this really highly pixelated game for like six bucks and okay. i got all 100 achievements in that game i'm <laughs> so proud except for i will admit that i cheated for one of the 100 achievements what well because it was taking me like three hours at the end to just find this one dude that was hidden somewhere and i knew what had to happen i had already figured out the mystery of the game i knew what i had to do but i could not i could not find the location of this dude and i didn't feel like you know wasting hours and hours and hours rolling around the dungeon looking for this one dude so I just looked him Which up online. Dude? One of the developers in the game, you can actually kill the developers. Oh, right. When you find them, you kill them, and so you know it was one of the five developers that, and I I had killed already four of them, and I had to find the last one, and I just didn't know where he was, and I I had played way too much of that game already, and I didn't feel like anymore, and I was towards the end. I had ninety seven achievements, and I'm like, dude, I'm so close to the end, and I don't feel like running around for hours. So yeah. I murdered. So I played through How the entire cheat, game though? without cheating. What? Did you look to see where he was, or no? I just saw a video of, of the location of the developers, and I had already gotten four, and it just showed the fifth one. And I'm like, okay, I know where he is now. Huh. So, yeah. 
So Ethan Cheeto played through the whole thing too? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's sure? what I played when we went over to Bernie. Oh, re- oh, you had already played it? Yeah, that's what I was playing. Oh, okay. That game is really funny. The humor in that game is excellent. Um, because you get a hundred endings to the story, pretty much. And some of them include you tripping over a rock and dying. <laughs> but, and, you, and you don't know what's nice. going to happen. You just trip over a rock and you die. Or or you kill a guard by mistake because I'm like trying my sword out and I'm next to a guard. I'm like, I, I don't know that I can actually kill the guards and I actually stab one of the guards. And so I get executed. Or no, I don't get executed. I get exiled. And I have to change my name. And uh, I don't know. So so at that point, the game unlocks the ability to change your name in the in the options. Which is a very meta kind of thing to do. It's kind of cool. So I went in there and changed my name so nobody knew who I was. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and like, as you're, you unlock different endings, your character gets different, like, outfits. So, like, one ending, you get crushed by a rock. So then in the next playthrough, your character is like really limp and just like a rag doll <laughs> that bounces around. Yeah. And nice. one, one time you get killed so you continue as your dog or something. So you're playing as a dog, just jumping around. It's it's really cool. And you can commit regicide, you can decide to save the princess, kill the princess, uh, decide to give hamburgers to people. I mean, it's the game is just out of this world. Right. And there's some Easter eggs at the end of the game that are really cool. So... I guess we shouldn't spoil that game too much. I recommend it for six bucks. It's a good time and a hundred achievements. Which uh, the uh, the game actually gives you clues little by little as to what achievements you can get or how to get them. That way, you don't have to like spend all your life figuring out achievements. But most of the achievements you're just gonna find out by playing the game and getting killed over and over again. So it's really cool. Wait, one more thing there. Yeah. Is the strawberry on top of the mountain? That's actually a reference to a different game called Celeste. Celeste, right? Yep. Yeah. The that... mountain climbing one. Yeah, I thought that strawberry was weird, and I mean, I know of Celeste. I hadn't con- I hadn't connected the two of them though. Yeah. So is so that what Celeste is going for? The strawberry. Yeah. Okay. So the strawberries are like a bonus item in that game that you can try to get. Oh. Okay. And Celeste is a really good game. I think you should get it. So That's do... actually the game that I have the soundtrack for on oh, the yeah. vinyl. Yeah. So you played all the way through Celeste? Um, I, I played through the main story, but there's like, because it's a, like a 2D platformer, there are a bunch of challenge levels. So each level has like a B side, which is way, way harder. And then there's also like an extra chapter. Oh, okay. Cool. And then the other game, the game that Art and I just uh, finished last night is Remnant from the Ashes or whatever. Um, and that game, I know Candyman didn't want to play it, and in a way, I kind of agree with him. <laughs> no, the game's a lot of fun, actually, but to give you the amount of hours that we spent trying to figure out some of the bosses in that game, like, I think I have 40 hours logged in this game, and about 16 of those hours were done trying to figure out how to kill bosses. Uh, yeah, I've spent a lot, like, 10 hours on the one boss I'm stuck <laughs> on right now. And the problem is the, the final boss was glitched for us. Like, it was doing a weird thing that we couldn't... That sucks. And, and it was glitch, period. So we, we had to play it so many times to try to beat it that, you know, it was... Um, but we finally did with glitch and everything. So we're extremely proud. Uh, Candyman, your microphone is doing something weird. Mine is? Yeah. Oh. But anyway, I think... 
Every I'll stop talking to myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. Every once in a while. So, um, <laughs> did you guys see El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, Netflix thing? No, no I haven't just watched that. It yet. Bad. It's okay. It's it, well, it's okay if, if if you just count it as another episode. If you count it as an actual movie. I don't know. It, it doesn't really carry as a movie. It carries like a Damn. final episode, maybe. But I just thought it was okay. Uh, it, well, it that moved, explains why I haven't really heard anything. It moved kind of slow, and it didn't really add anything substantial to the whole series. Interesting. So I didn't watch it because, once again, I uh, if you look at the show and what it's all about, I, I don't. I don't want to be getting any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you see that they busted a couple of teachers, a couple of chemistry Two teachers? Two chemistry teachers. For making math. <laughs> see, that, that's the road you walk down. So, you have yeah. that kind of information in your head. It makes people do strange things. Well, thankfully, you're not a chemistry teacher. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I am playing through Transistor right now, which is the sequel to... Well, not the sequel, but it's made by the same people that did Bastion. Bastion is a really nice game, uh, and it kind of has a narrator, and it tells whatever you're doing. Transistor, uh, you have a girl as the main person in the game, and she's kind of like a diva, a music diva. And so you have a sword that can store, it's kind of like cyberpunkish. It's got a sword that can store like information, and so you can store uh, different powers in it. And so the way you fight is like you press the space bar and you stop time, and then you make a bunch of moves, and you kind of try to anticipate what your enemies are going to do. And then you and uh, and you unpause, and then she does everything you told her to do, and you see how that works. So, it's actually a, a pretty fun. Uh, it's a, actually a little uh, pretty fun game. So it those are short games like Bastion and Transistor are are kind of shorter games. Um, let's see. I did pick up that new. It's not actually not. It's relatively new. There's a game called Children of Morta that I've uh, that I picked up and that I played quite a bit. Well, yeah, how is that? I I need to buy that game. It's pretty fun. I was I was a little bummed because I was trying to talk someone into playing it with me, but I, I actually, after I started trying to talk someone into playing it with me, I found out that right now you can only play the multiplayer local. And oh. you can get, like, a VPN. There's, like, free software you can get to build, like, a player-to-player -player VPN. But, yeah. you know, it's not... You can't just do Steam Play, which is which is a little annoying. Is it, go is it uh, coming, though? What's that? Is it coming? Is it coming? Yes, yes, it's it's coming, gross. And um, <laughs> it's a really neat little game. It's a roguelike, which I, I normally don't care for roguelikes that much. But basically, there's like a family, and there's like six people, six playable characters. And as you play the levels, you get money and XP for your character, and you can buy skills and whatnot. And uh, as you level up the characters, like, the family gets bonuses, and as you buy upgrades, the whole family gets bonuses. So basically, as you play through the levels, um, the whole family powers up. And so when you switch family members, like, they still get the bonuses and stuff. Oh, so cool. it, it gets... And then you can, like I said, it, it can be multiplayer. Uh, it's just not ready yet. So, but it's, it's, it's a fun game. It's, it's a nice little kind of dungeon crawler roguelike. Uh, pretty fun. I'm definitely going to okay, get it. So it's going to be on sale, think... right? What's Whenever you say family, you're referring to like a father, a mother, children, and it's not yeah. like a Charles Manson thing. No, 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 no. it's actually like it's like <laughs> the like the dad, his brother, and then like the yeah, the, and then like his two or three of his kids. Yeah, there's like a group of them. Yeah, I, I realized that was probably just for the humor value, but I still had to answer it literally. 
I'm probably gonna buy that game during the Black Friday sale. There's a Black Friday sale, right, on Steam? Yeah, there should be a Steam. There should be a Black Friday sale. I'm kind of holding on for that as well. Okay. Does Steam do Black Friday or do they do Cyber Monday? I, well, I think they'll call it the, probably call it the Thanksgiving sale, but it's basically like Black Friday. Yeah, it'll go all the way through probably for like a week, maybe. So, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. And then yesterday, Mopi made me buy a board game. Kind of like the Cam Grissy board game that I had. It's a board game where one person plays like Jason from Friday the 13th, and the rest of the people run around trying to escape the camp. So okay. I had a game like that called Camp Grizzly, but it wasn't. It was just okay, and everybody was a survivor. In this game, it's kind of asymmetrical, where one person plays Jason and everybody else plays the the camp the campers or the counselors. So we'll see how that turns out. See, I I've seen that game played, and it looks like it could be a lot of fun. But uh, I've played the game uh, Dead by Daylight, Do you like which it? is oh, I love that game. It's incredibly fun, we and it's sort of the same of thing. It's the asymmetrical thing where you get to choose from... Now they've got... A, it's like 12 or 15 killers now that you can pick from. But when I started, there were only four. Mm-hmm. And then you pick your survivor, and you pick your little perks or whatever, and the, you know, you're running around in this, this closed-in area where you can hide, and, and you have to uh, fix five generators and then open a door to get out and uh-huh. all the time you've got this killer with certain <laughs> powers running around trying to put you on meat hooks mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun um if you guys are interested in, if you like the friday the 13th thing i'm gonna get it and i'm right. gonna get it for Mopi too the other the game that Mopi really wants to play is the one that's called last year the nightmare yeah and i think that one's only on discord right it's, yeah it's a discord exclusive. and it's it's the same thing as asymmetrical but you're playing as high school students uh, in a high school, obviously, and I guess you have to right. figure out how to kill this thing. I don't know if you escape or you just have to kill the guy. Yeah, you, you escape. escape. Oh, you escape. It's okay. basically Dead by Daylight, except in a high school. Okay, so that yeah, it's a it's a Discord thing. So I don't know how how much is it right now. Does anybody know? I think it's like thirty. Thirty. Yeah, it goes on, dude. It goes on sale constantly. Oh, it does. Like I would never pay full price for that game. (laughs) Which game? You're not talking about Dead by Daylight. You're talking about the other one. Yeah, the other one. The other one. But how about because Moopy would play Dead by Daylight, right? Also. Yeah. Yeah. How much is Dead by Daylight? That's the one that goes on sale all the time. Also, that one goes on. Like you'd really get that one for like probably for like two thirds off if you find it on the right sale. I think there's a lot of expansion. We'll look at all that during the. During the... Oh, it's a fifty percent off right now on Game Planet. It's nine ninety nine. Oh, that's not but bad. There's a lot of expansion for it. There's a shitload of expansion. For, there's for like Dead by Daylight. There's like twenty freaking expand DLC. It. Do you have all those expansions? Uh, I don't. I think I've got. I think about four or five killers right now. But honestly, some of them are. You know, they they sort of run off of the classic horror movie tropes. But then they've actually got. In there. What's that? Even pumpkin heads in there. Michael Myers, pumpkin oh, yeah. head. Yes. Um, there, like everybody. Leatherface, the, yeah. Leatherface is in there. Fred, Ash, um, versus, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, no way. Too. That's yes. it. We're getting that game. Well. Um, yeah, that um, check your Humble uh, collection because I know they included it one month. I have it. I, I think I would have remembered because that's one of the games that kind of keeping tabs on. Maybe mine, my subscription might have ended um, before that. What was the game that's like Dead by Daylight but in high school? 
Last year, The Nightmare. I have to check that one out. I saw some gameplay and looked kind of fun. I mean, if you like the asymmetricals, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I can send a, a link to a video. Yeah, because she's gameplay. not interested or anything. Let's see. I guess since we already talked the shit for a while now, I guess we can switch. Oh, I had asked Candyman because I have a problem with my TP link a lot of the times up yes. here. No, my TP link. <laughs> yes. Get up. It's PP link. What the f <laughs> Yeah, it's got a slider too. Um, <laughs> Your PP link? Yeah, my PP link has a slider. Um, Way to bring it full circle. Yep. No, the, it get it gets getting clogged, and it's every time I want to play a game, I have to go Gross. plug and unplug the one downstairs, and it's a pain because then the dog think that I'm gonna take them out for a walk every time I go downstairs. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> I keep having to reset that thing. So I was asking Candyman to see which are the like the most powerful um, routers. That yeah. I so I I did some digging on this. Now I was thinking because honestly, well, first I let me I have some. And this Wait. is like the tech corner. Candyman tech corner. Me, 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 me. The Candyman's so, tech corner. So I, I came up with a. So there's two kinds of options here. Okay. Um, I link. So. Oh, I see those. So two of those. Two of those are standalone routers, and two of them are mesh. Okay. Now, okay. so here's the thing. For you, I think especially. Um, so here's the problem, right? You HAP only covers so much, so much range, and, and typically, the the coverage of an access point is is a, like a sphere. So and like his, in Andres's house, like his downstairs, like his wireless is basically on one end of the house downstairs, and then the house kind of goes to you know all the way to the other side, and then on that side of the house, there's a staircase upstairs. Um, and so, so what I was almost, well, so what I think you would want is a mesh. Well, you have two choices. One is to like run a cable through the wall mm -hmm. or two is to do a mesh, which a mesh is basically, um, an AP that connects. It's like your wireless extender, except like I said, when you use a wireless extender, it's a real pain in the butt because you have to manually manage it essentially because you have to like, you can have multiple, um, extenders, but then each one has to be configured individually and then if something you know there's nothing that tunes it for you or if something changes whatnot yeah. it'll break so there's these things now called mesh ap's which are for for larger houses or for where there's coverage issues and basically the ap's connect to each other over a dedicated channel and then you know they they essentially self-configure range extension and and what i really looked at was, so there's there's several options out there um, one just came out about two weeks ago, and I guess it's still a smidge buggy, but it sounds really good. Mm -hmm. So there was what's called Google Wi-Fi, and apparently the Google Wi-Fi was very good, and it's pretty reasonably priced. Okay. They just came out with a new version called Google Nest Wi-Fi, which is one of the ones I linked in the channel. Yeah, I see it there. Um, it's really cool. So apparently, and I haven't tested this, mind you, but I, I, read, I was reading about it, and it says that you can use the, uh, the unit as a Google Home. Um, and then basically it's got like, you can get like multiple range extenders and plug them in and then it just auto configures and it's got, you know, parental controls and apparently the performance is very good. Okay. Um, if I had a need for it, I would probably, uh, I also like, there's also what I like, there's a Netgear, um, called Orbi. Yeah. O-R-B-I. Um, that one's kind of a, you know, if you don't want the Google 
branded thing. I think the Netgear might be a little bit higher performance, but the Google one, I mean, it's more of a gaming. The Orbi one is a little bit more of a gaming model. Yeah, I see. But the Google Nest Wi-Fi, um, from everything I've read, like it's really, it's like well, it's very, very easy to set up. The performance is well balanced. It's it's a pretty reasonable deal price-wise. Um, I mean, if I was going to buy something, I'd probably want the Google Nest Wi-Fi. It sounds really good. Okay. Um, okay. There are standalone units, and I like the Asus for those. Like, I use the Asus one myself. In fact, I linked one. There's this new one that just came out. It's like Rogue, which is their brand. It's ROG, ROG, it's Republic of Gamers. That's like their hot brand. Okay. It's a $400. It's called the Rapture. Holy and for $400, it better be called the Rapture. Better Rapture me. Is that, but, um, is that the first of the four links? What's that? Is that the first of the four links that you put on there? The, which one is the rapture from those four links that you put there? The bottom one. The bottom one, okay. Oh, it's an Asus. Yeah. Holy so Asus shit, that looks like I, a spaceship, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Apparently it's got a big footprint, but it does gaming. In fact, if I was really stupid, I'd buy it, but I don't know. If, I'm really I'm, stupid. I'm stupid. I'm really it's stupid. almost like I would have to worship this thing as yeah. like part of a it's strange like a religion. Tentacle monster. Okay. It it is pretty impressive. Um, I'm either going to be going faster than light using this, or sacrificing people to some long forgotten, you know, yeah, elder god. Second one, to be honest with you. That <laughs> looks like something that the Borg assimilated. But the performance on it is ridiculous. It's got a bunch of gaming optimizations. It's also got built-in malware. But the Asus one's the other one. Like, there's a the other one I linked is like a cheap, cheap version, which is more. I basically have this one. Okay. The, the very top one I linked, which is like the cheap version, and it's also got like the. I believe it's also got the built-in malware protection stuff, and it's much more reasonably priced. But for someone like you, Andres, where you've got the the real estate, mm -hmm. you would. Re I think you would really want a mesh. And in fact, I would almost go as far to say that I would, like, if I was you, I'd almost get, like, three. Okay. And I'd put, so, because I'd put one downstairs, I'd put the router downstairs where your internet is. Yeah. And then I'd put another one in the living room, you know, the, the, where Ann sits. Yeah. And then, yeah. I'd, and then I'd put the third one upstairs, like, in your office. Oh, okay. And then that way, because the problem is when you, if you were to use two mesh APs and you were to put one, like, in the kitchen where your internet is and mm -hmm. then one upstairs... Square. So basically, when you're looking at wireless, what you don't want are corners. Yeah. Because basically, whenever you go through a corner, you're going to hit two walls. Gotcha. And like two to three walls, like three walls is kind of the limit for wire. Like, even for what I do, which I do wireless builds for buildings, like three walls will really screw you. So if you have like a corner in a bad spot, mm -hmm. that'll just hammer you. So if you want, basically, you have really great line of sight to like Ann's computer from the kitchen area yeah. and then. You could basically kind of go up the stairs to the office. I think you'd get really good performance. The only problem is, you know, if you do have to buy like three of them. You could try with two. Okay, but um, but do I use my existing router that I'm renting from Xfinity, or do I get like, uh, or does it come with its own router? Oh well, you'd still have to use their router for like the internet. Yeah. Okay. Like, cause I mean, you're I don't think you don't have a standalone cable modem, do you? I think that's like an all-in-one, right? Yeah, it's an all-in-one. Yeah, my parents have one of those too, and so it's. But I mean, I don't have to have that. I can just give it back to them and get my own. Oh yeah, you, yeah. I mean, if it was like, well, if it was me, like, if if you were me, you would have bought like a um, a raptor already. <laughs> no, what's that stupid thing called um, the surfboard Motorola surfboard, like just a standalone cable modem, so you don't have to pay the. Yeah, that's what I did. 
Yeah, just get a Motorola surfboard, like the one that they recommend, and then plug that into your base station. Can you drop that in in, the, in a link, like the one you would recommend? Yeah, the only problem is, like I said, the problem is, like, I'll, you use Comcast, right? Yeah, Xfinity, yeah, same thing, I guess. I mean, Xfinity yeah, let me look is... Yeah, the, they, they have certified, they have like a certified list. Mm -hmm. we, you want to use something on the approved list. Oh, I see. But I can find you. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, I guess that uh, pretty much concludes Tech Corner. Uh, does anybody want to talk about the weird Elon Musk uh, truck weird oh, thing? Oh, the car people are just ripping that thing apart. Because it's time for the news, man. Mute Donkey Podcast News. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite that I, uh, little side note that I saw was somebody said that Elon Musk just announced a bus. And it was a picture of the Jawa freaking I armor. Saw that. <laughs> it, was, it was the thing from uh, the Mandalorian as the big Jawa sand crawler. Yeah. yeah. So oh, by the way, I will just sorry to tangent, but one yeah. of the thing that I, I know I always do this, but during the Mandalorian, the second episode, I was just sitting there gritting my teeth when like the Jawas like took their took his his ship apart, and then they just like yeah, we'll just give you the parts we took, and then you can like put it back together. It's like yeah, shit doesn't work that way. Like you're gonna get a bunch of extra shit. <laughs> Like someone, not only do you need like a spaceport and like a lot of tools, but like people took all that shit apart, like they would have broken half of it. Like I was like, dude, I, I know I'm supposed to spend disbelief, but fuck, right? Telling me here's here's, here's a here's an engine part for an engine that breaks the very fabric of space and time. <laughs> not, not to mention and the fucking explosive How did you test that thing to make sure it was airtight? Like, dude, that guy would have fucking, his fucking eyeball would have been sucked out a hole in the wall like, as soon as they fucked the atmosphere. <laughs> No, did, did, didn't you see the SIG welder and the hammer? Yeah, <laughs> and the hammer. That, that was the, that was the, the, the air hammer. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the level of technology there is always really funny. I love the fact that he's sitting there with this, just this Swiss cheese of a ship and he's still trying to start the engines like, <laughs> where are you going, dude? <laughs> Best case scenario, the thing takes off and you can get into space. Where are you going? But you know what I really like was when he's escaping in the third episode and the bounty hunter's there and he shoots the pipe and makes all the steam come out. Yes. And for a moment I was like, how would he know that pipe would do that? And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, he rebuilt the whole ship so he would know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what the pipes do. Yes. He should at yes, this point, did. yeah. Although I got a, a strange feeling of satisfaction when he was disintegrating those right. little Jawas. Yeah, I got to admit that kind of. Oh, felt you good know to what me. I did? I have to say, I loved that too. When he's just sitting there, like when he got that other sniper, I wouldn't call it a rifle. I would call it more of a sniper stick. That thing does everything, I just, man. I call it a fork. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was just loving that. I was just like, yeah, get him, get some. It's like a melee weapon. It amplifies sound. It shocks people. That, that rifle does everything. It blows people up. Yep. <laughs> And it I just like it too. It, it wasn't like it left a. It was just like poof. It was like sparkles. It's just like yeah. Right. Your 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 outerwear makes it. Yeah, <laughs> like, basically. Yeah, yeah right. Everything mine. inside disintegrates, but the outerwear is mine. Here, here's a here's a nice jacket. It's just <laughs> full of dust. It's almost like when you use that mod for Halo that you can make confetti come out of the shit that you shoot. <laughs> that, that's what it looks like when he pew, little sparkles <laughs> yeah if it made the whistle on the Mandalorian that it does when that happens to you that would be the best <laughs> yay like birthday <laughs> sounds and stuff whatever 
Was, and I like the way that they beat the crap out of him. Like, he tries to climb up there, and they shock him until he falls off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they just don't give a shit. They just keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. They're chuckling. <laughs> Got, like, eight of us, but... Uh, I, yeah, almost, I almost thought they were going to stop the thing and, like, strip his armor and leave him naked or something. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And, and the whole thing is, like, a Dungeons & Dragons side quest. Get the egg. And it was yes. very apparent, and it was that just tickled me to death, man. I'm like, this is a, a side quest, dude. This is a side quest. Right. <laughs> to go get the egg. And, it, and the, the side quest doesn't matter, you know? It just advances the plot. That's all it does is it advances the plot at some point, you know? It helps right. you get the thing. To, yeah. like, when they, like, chopped the egg open, I was just like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like you're, it's a Cadbury egg? Like, yeah, that was a little yeah. disturbing. They're all, like, digging through it and eating it. <laughs> I, like, I did not see because I thought they're like, oh, they're gonna like raise it, and it's gonna be like you know, like Me they're big pet monsters, like, like, like dragon, no, like mother of dragons. When they said when they were yelling about the egg, I immediately knew they were gonna eat it. Gross. Like, well, yeah, but I mean, asked for it. Nobody expects the rare omelet. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Or the Spanish Inquisition. They were wasting some of it too. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> 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 oh man so yeah that's awesome uh, so anyway uh, that weird uh, Elon Musk truck looks like a bad vehicle from an old sci-fi movie I don't know it, it looks, looks terrible it looks and horrible. I think that's why I that's that was the truck I drew in fourth grade yeah um, well, yeah and I've so yes it's it's silly looking yes he should definitely have been chastised for some of the design work but also, I kind of want to drive a Sid Mead car before I die, and that's that's about as close as I'm ever going to get. Yep. You'll never feel more like you're in a Mad Max movie. Yeah. I've also always wanted to throw ball bearings at cars. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the night in high school, and we sat out in a parking lot, bereft of all... We were down in uh, San Diego. Our teacher had gone to a bar uh, to pick up guys. And we were left in a dark parking lot, just a bunch of high schoolers sitting there plinking M&Ms on cars and trying to get alarms to go mm. off. <laughs> My ill-spent youth. Simple things in life. I mean, yeah. how, how do they, and ball bearings against cars. Apparently, they only they never tested it with the, those big metal balls. They just kind of hit it with other stuff before and said, "Oh, this is this oh. is this is ballproof." Well, there's a there's a video of, of the guy doing it like backstage or something. They're just mounting the windows, and he hucks a rock in, and it bounces right off, no problem. Yeah, but, but apparently it only works that way if it's not installed. <laughs> <laughs> when you install it, it's it's a different story. Yeah, it wow. might not. Yeah, that's yeah. If it's really held on tightly, then it, the the force may not transfer, so you get all that force just on a pinhole or in a very small surface area. I heard one explanation is that part of what makes bulletproof glass bulletproof is that it breaks to stop the bullet. Right. It just bursts the also has a film and and in between that keeps the glass together. If you've ever if you've ever seen like I watched some really cool show where they showed people like doing the defense like the you know, like the hard the hardened training or whatever you call it for like, you know, for like high value people, you know, like how to get away. And basically, if you just shoot three bullets in a triangle pattern, it will. Bulletproof glass is not bulletproof. Bulletproof glass just means you have like, you know, like three extra seconds to make a decision. If, if you know the pattern to shoot it, it'll just give right away. That's pretty crazy. 
It's kind of like they have those little hammers to escape the vehicles where you can just punch the shit out of a windshield and something and nothing will happen when you take a little hammer and you put the pressure in the right spot and the whole thing just cracks. Right. Splinters. Um, here's a thing that Andrew's going to like. Here's a fun fact. Uh, Stop with your sister, dude. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> your sister, dude. The, there's now... Your Thank you, Ethan. Fun up with your sister, man. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> Worst twins ever. <laughs> so the cinematic Lovecraft universe is in the works by Spectre Vision, not not Spanky Vision. This is Spectre Vision, owned by Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah. They're gonna start with a trilogy, and the first one coming up is gonna be the Dunwich Horror. So they're gonna remake the Dunwich Horror. They're huh? gonna remake Dunwich Horror, and then they're gonna do a couple more. Uh, and I, just... I think the Colorado Space is gonna be one of the three. Okay. So. Um, I really want a good, honest representation of Into the Mountains of Madness. Ooh. Yes. Um, or is it From the Mountains of Madness? I think it's just I Mountains of Madness. I think well, it's actually it's just in, Mountains of Madness. From the story. Right? I, I for a while they were talking like Guillermo del Toro wanted yeah, the rights to that. To. And I, I was just like, hey, everybody, let's just give him the rights to that one. We don't get a lot of great Lovecraftian films. They never yeah. translate quite right. If anybody's going to do it, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. He had it, and he had an active script and everything, and then he dropped it because he had his own little passion projects that were taking too much time. Uh, and then but he yeah, went and was, won a bunch was, of Oscars. I was so happy about that. What surprised me, I didn't know that Elijah Wood was a producer now, that he owns his own, like, Spectre Vision or whatever. I had no clue. Yeah, he's already done a, a VR game mm -hmm. that's kind of like a cinematic experience. And oh. he's really into, like, a... I don't know what, what like psychological horror, I guess. Okay. And that's kind of what his game is based on. So it doesn't surprise me. Okay. But I just, I um, don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. I, I, I really wanted that Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Madness. So I, anything else right now is not, is disappointing to me. Yeah. We'll fair see. enough. Oh, 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 fun side note to that. Elijah Woods production company. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys remember Lily Amanpour from high school? Lily, Lily. Yes, what does she look I do. Like? No, she's not. She was on the debate team. Who's about five foot one? Um, was she a senior? With us? She was. Um, she was a senior at the same time we were. And was she on the debate I, team? I remember her. Was she the well, blonde anyway, girl that was dating the? No, the, she was. Uh, she was like. Wasn't she like short, like kind of dark hair, yeah, like. She, like dark she always calls hair. herself Persian, but she's Iranian. Um, oh yes, I, I remember, remember, I remember her. The now. Same yes. thing, but I remember her now. Yeah. Um, she actually, uh, she's a film director now. Oh really? Her first movie was actually uh, Elijah Wood uh, produced that. Oh wow! And they filmed it in Taft, California. Oh, and it, see, it was it's cheap. The girl who walked home alone in the dark at night, or something. It was some a really long title. title. Yeah. So, uh, side note, that's been in, I don't even know what queue it's in, some digital service. I've had that in my queue forever. That, that's a movie I've been wanting to watch, actually. Okay. Um, I watched it. I found it to be uh, a little pretentious, but whatever. Good for her. Glad <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she apparently did it with uh, Elijah Woods. He was one of the producers. We need to be directing a fucking movie, man. <laughs> no. Yes, we did. You did the guild thing. I remember that. Yeah, we did. We did a little video for the guild, for as a fan service, and that was kind of fun actually. 
Uh, I like the scene after the credits where you're yelling at a question. Yeah, I'm yelling at everybody. So <laughs> What do I pay you for? Yeah, exactly. Because Justin didn't want to get dressed or something. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Candyman Path of Exile 2. Tell us about it. Or do you know anything about it? Uh, I was, to be honest with you... Uh, it looks good, man. Know, it looks I, like Diablo. The, the quality of what I saw looked really good. From the I print. wasn't, well, we'll see. I honestly wasn't. I know everyone was craving their jeans over it. I, I was. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> but the, the, the thing jeans? I found with... Um, yes, I have jeans. Path of, Path of Exile. Um, like, the community, like, they've got, like, a really, really passionate community. And the thing that always happens is, like, people keep getting... Like, like the game has, like, really bad performance. And so people, like, keep, you know, complaining about all the problems with the game. And then, like, they get super hyped up. Every Like, every time the company says they're going to do something, like, everybody gets, like, super jazzed. And then, you know, and then when it, when it winds up happening, they're like, man, they never do anything, blah, blah, blah. So... So, you know, we'll see. Uh, they do seem like they're going in the right direction, but the thing that worries me a little bit is that they... Um, well, first of all, they're talking about supporting, like, both games at the same time, which it's like, you guys already can't quite support what, you know... Like I said, people keep complaining about the game as it is. It's like, first of all, you're... You know, you can't really support what you've got now. And then, you know, now you're going to, like, do two, two versions. But, well, in my yeah, opinion, they should all, just keep the second see. version. They should just kind of give way to the second version, right? Well, but that's not their plan, at least. Oh, it's not? Okay. At least for now. Yeah, they're planning to support both. <laughs> the other thing I don't like, and we'll see, the guy who runs that company, Chris Wilson, is, like, super beloved. He's, like, a, you know, like a geek deity, practically. Oh, okay. But, um, you know, I'm just a little... I'm also worried because they have, like, like they're basically owned by China now. And so whenever that happens, you know, people people worry, you know. But well, like I said, I, I pretty much have an attitude with pretty much all things of just, like, wait and see. You know, like, I, like I won't pre-order anything anymore. I well, that's because you've gotten burned, man. Burn. You've put money into stuff. I, I, I kind of uh, refuse to even get too hyped. Like, even Cyberpunk, like, I'm, really? I'm waiting I'm, for and excited for. But even that, like, I'll still wait for the reviews. Like, let me, you know, like, I just don't, I, and like you said, we've just been kind of hurt so many times. Like, it's like, no, I'm going to wait and see. They're going to have to prove it. What scares me most about what everything that you said is that there's people that are actually more geek than we are. Oh, you should see it. Chris Wilson is just like, like, there's just, people just get so excited for everything he says. And like I said, they get mad later because they like, they're like, they always feel let down. But, but short term. So here's something that's gonna cream everybody. What? Half-Life. Half-Life Three was announced. That wasn't. It's no, a it's VR not. though. Yeah, it's a VR. It's well, a VR it was announced though. I think they said it's Half-Life. Is it? I think it's Half-Life One Point Five. Technically, it's basically set between one and two. Well, but people and are calling it VR three. only. Yeah, it's VR uh, only. But which I'm just not. I. You know what? We'll see. I'm just not sold on VR. I'm still not sold on. I mean, I do accept the technology. I just want them to do a full-fledged game in VR, not just like a little thing that you play around and yeah, it's fun to play for a little bit, but then you just okay, let's move on. I want a whole that would actually a whole full uh, a sixty-hour Half-Life Three on VR. I would be into that. 
Yeah, because everyone got really excited because they were basically like, "Oh my god, it's a new Half Life game!" But, but it's or you know people, but people want Half Life, and this was this was really, in my opinion, more of a a move to sell. What's it called again? The the Steam thingy. Yeah, whatever the Steam VR thing is called. I want to say Switch. It's not the Switch. I think it starts with an S. The what? What are you talking about? The the, the VR, VR set. Steam's VR thing. Oh, Steam, what used to be the HTC. Yeah, I don't know what they call it nowadays. Androsito, do you remember what that's called? The Vive? The Vive. No, 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 no. Steam's version. Index. That's what it's called. Oh, the Valve Index, yeah. That's how yeah, well so it must be doing. We don't even know what it's called. <laughs> well, I mean, they priced themselves out of the market. Yeah, yeah it costs a thousand dollars. What? Yeah. yeah. You do get, now you get the game for free. I don't give a shit. I better get like 20 games for that price. (laughs) But but yeah, dude, it's a thousand dollars. And again, like, I think like VR is one of those things where I think like for for, first it's like, oh, it's really cool. Like I just like move my hand. Like if I want to throw an item away in the game, I like just like move my hand and like, you know, move it to the right and like open my hand and it throws stuff away. But I think once you do that, like it's, oh, wow, that's so realistic. And then after a while you're like, I just rather like fucking delete key because I have to like throw away 800 <laughs> items and I'm going to get a repetitive strain injury like trying to like trying to throw all this shit out by hand. You throw shit but, out by I, hand. I think we've established that I'm a huge pessimist. So maybe, you're you're like that out. robot from the Hitchhiker's Guide or whatever. Marvin. Marvin. Paranoid Android. There you go. So, talking about 20 games, let's talk about Stadia. I want to watch Andrew complain about stuff. I mean... Uh, uh, I've been playing Stadia through this whole podcast, by the way. What? Is that legal? <laughs> so, there's there's a lot of mixed uh, reviews on Stadia as it comes out. There's some people that think they shouldn't be charging stuff just yet because for a lot of people, it's still not playable. There's a lot of input lag, especially for anybody that wants to do multiplayer. Whereas maybe Tomb Raider is okay, and maybe some setups are different than others, and some work better than others, especially if you're hardwired. So, what is your I opinion? Think, uh, on... I think some people are just ignorant. Uh, there's a shitload of people out there that must be ignorant because I've been seeing a lot of videos with a ton of lag <laughs> across the board. And uh, something like else? I said, I've, I've been playing this whole time. I have no lag. There's tons of people in here with me on Destiny. Everything's fine. Sorry. The only time I had a problem with it is when I shouldn't have been trying to play it when I was at work and I had a meeting on one screen <laughs> and I was, was trying to do Stadia on my secondary screen. <laughs> That's, and, uh, then, and then I had some lag that was so bad that I ended up cutting it off, which I shouldn't have had it on the anyway. Meeting? But the yeah, game. the meeting. Clearly, the meeting was. Yeah, yeah. I had cut the meeting I, off. I, I, <laughs> well, the funny thing is, the, the first time I did it, I, I'm on my laptop at work. That's it. Like my my laptop's connected to a hub. I've got two other monitors that I'm splitting my screen to. So basically, my third shared monitor is what I put Stadia on. And then next thing I know, my sound goes out on the meeting on the Zoom meeting. I'm like, uh. Well, crap. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. So Uh-oh. I had to get out of the meeting. Didn't get out of Stadia yet. I mean, I didn't <laughs> stop playing, but yeah, I got back into the meeting and everything is fine. And then I started hitting the lag in Stadia. So I'm like, well, maybe God's trying to tell me something here and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so- that that's the only time I've ever had a problem with with Stadia. The the only problem I have with the service itself is, and I agree, is they need more games and they need like a kind of a better, if you're going to pay for the service, then they need like a better, you get this many games or something per month, which they're going to do. It's just early. Yeah, it's a little bit too early. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they should, maybe they should be part of the beta and not, they shouldn't be like charging people at this point because, I mean, I know you're having a good experience, but there's a shitload of people reporting online about having like really mediocre, uh, you know, feedback. 
I, like I mean, live I and know. stuff it, like that. It, it, I yeah. think if you are an early adopter, you have to be ready for that crap because nothing ever comes out hassle-free. I mean, yeah. Every PlayStation that's ever come out, every Xbox that's ever come out, everything's always had problems. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, I don't know. The, some of the reviews are coming in kind of low. I mean, even IGN gave it a six, and those guys never give. They normally err on the side of caution, so it normally gives things higher values. I don't know. Um, the the thing that bothers me about 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 Stadia. I mean, I know they're gonna fix their bugs and everything, but what really bugs me is the the lack of attention to the people that have data caps, and that is. That is a barrier of entry for me personally. Well, see, that's that's kind of what bugs me more than anything else when people say that this this, this service isn't for you if you have a data cap. It is Don't not. Use it. it is not. But well, but on the same side, though, you'd be surprised how much you can get away with. Like that's I'm going to give you my guest pass and you can work with it because when I when I still had my data cap before I got rid of it, I I didn't go over that much, and that's with everybody streaming everything in 4K 24 hours a day in my house. So. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's as big a problem as you think it is. Well, and that's when, why I'm going to give you my buddy pass when I get it, and you can check it out for yourself. Well, nowadays, and, we don't go over the cap, but when Ethan Cito was living here, we went over the cap almost, like, we got really close every month. And went, Right, went so it'd be about the same. Times. It wouldn't be that much different. If it is. Well, the only the other problem I do have is I don't want to buy my games again. Like, like, I, like what you were saying, there better be a bundle of games that I can play for the price that I pay for the subscription. I don't want to play for so, subscription and then pay additionally for a game that we'll never own, which is so ridiculous to me. So when you get Stadia, it comes with two games already. It comes with Destiny 2, the full package with all the DLC and everything combined. Like, all of it's there. You get the whole Destiny 2 package. Okay. And then you also get um, Samurai Showdown, which is a pretty awesome... That's a fighting uh, game, right? Fighting game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I've played like both of those. Part of it. Bucks, though? What's that? What? Doesn't the, doesn't the starter pack cost like 150 bucks? <laughs> yes like and no. So if you what? buy, if there's different, basically there's different packages. If, if you do like the Founders Edition, then it also comes with a Google Chromecast, the 4K version. The That's the bulk of what you're paying for is that thing. And if you're buying in now, that's really the only way to play on a 4K TV anyway. So if you're wanting to play in 4K and you're wanting to play on a big screen TV, then that's kind of the only route you have to go anyway. But if you're going to play in a PC, you don't need to pay that much. You don't need the Chromecast. So And on the PC, I've played with my Xbox controllers. I've played with my PS4 controllers. I've played with just a mouse and keyboard. You don't need the Stadia controller at all. You only need the Stadia controller to marry to one screen if you want to control things through the controller. Okay. So none of that's necessary. And that that's kind of where everybody is kind of losing their, their shit about all this is the, the stuff that people are complaining about isn't necessary. So if they just checked it out, they would know, oh, maybe it's not that bad. I thought you had to buy that pack to get into the, the current level, though. You do. Uh, well, you did. I don't know now what the state of things are, but, I mean, if you want to wait and just buy the controller or buy games online... You can do that probably early 2020. Right now, it's it's pretty much just for the founders and the early adopters. Oh, okay. But I mean, when when it crosses over and you can just log into your Google account and play on Stadia, then they also have um, 
they have pretty decent sales. Like, there's a lot of games that are ten bucks that are that are fifty percent off or however percent off. So you can buy things right now in your Stadia account that's that's relatively cheap. Because I, I ended up buying um, uh, what's it called Metro Exodus for like twenty bucks with all the DLC. Is that, but is I that haven't started playing that yet. Oh, okay. I, guess. Um, I wanted to play it, but I didn't. I never got a chance to on the consoles. So okay. I went ahead and added it to my Stadia account. But really, I've only been playing Destiny and realized how much I hated Destiny, which is kind of funny. But then, <laughs> I then I kind of figured out again how to play like the campaign levels because for hours I couldn't remember how to get to the campaign levels. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm playing the campaign, it's actually pretty cool. I like it. You know, I wouldn't mind if Stadia would like grab a Sega Saturn. And plug it over there and let us play like some old games, uh, you know, some old shit. Uh, I think there's a real market for that, like to have like older games that you can't play anymore because you don't have those consoles anymore, and for them to be able to emulate or just grab a bunch of these old games. I mean, I know that not having the rights is going to hurt you, but at some point, I don't know if they can do that. Yeah, I think that would be really cool because I would agree with you. Because think about it, retro gaming is so huge, and like mm-hmm. I have all these old retro consoles and stuff. If yeah. there was like a a reasonably priced service that I could like just throw all that crap out and just get it all online, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, if I could get just the bundle of the retro games and just pay an amount a month to play all the retro games I want, that would sell Stadia to me right there. That, that for me, would make it worth it. Because all the, all the new games, I just get them on different things. I don't really need to be... I don't play on the run. I know some people do have commutes and things like that, and some people are in the train or whatever, and they play while they're there, but that's not me. I work at home and all that stuff, so I don't have... You know, I never play on mobile devices because I'm always with big screens around me. Um, but that would get that would do it for me to have like a bunch of classic games that I could play remotely, like like those games from the Saturn Two that nobody else can emulate right now. If they can get around that shit and like give you all the old games, that would be awesome. I would be playing that stuff. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that does happen down the road. But but that's not Stadia. I mean, Stadia is okay. 4K, brand new, new game kind of concept. It's it's basically a brand new console that just launched. It's yeah. not. It's not going to be a retro thing. Well, I hope at some point they incorporate something like that. I mean, I don't know, because, like you're saying right now, with the limited library, I don't know how they can compete at this point. Although I guess the point of it is not to compete yet; it's just to show people what can be done, which is impressive, honestly. If you can take any screen and make it into a viable, whatever, if you can get. Well, the cool thing about it too, it it's not just that for people like me that I. I basically have no time at all on my tv mm-hmm. if, if i'm playing on my tv and then all of a sudden i'm about to lose the tv i can just pause my game and turn on the computer or, or go to a laptop yeah. or a, a tablet and just it's basically like i paused it on one screen unpaused it on the other screen and keep yeah, playing you continue at your leisure and you don't have to worry about it right so yeah but that's a unique situation to you though that doesn't really you know the, <clears throat> But I can see that there's also a lot of people that will have that same problem, though. <laughs> well, also, being able to play all of your console games on the go, mm-hmm. it's not unique to me. I mean, I'd, I'd like to play sometimes if I'm in a hotel room or if I'm traveling, yeah, carrying yeah. on playing the same games without any kind of lag. Or, I mean, one of the things that pisses me off, especially at work, is if I go up to... I mean, there, there's a gaming area where I work. But mm-hmm. if I go up there and I try to play something, even something I just put on there a week ago... All of a sudden, I need to update it, and I end up losing all the time I have to play by trying to get something downloaded. Yeah. Something I don't get to play at all. Whereas this, there's never any downtime. You turn it on, you turn it off, you play. Yeah, there you go. You're ready to go. Yep. And that's, that, that's the beauty of Stadia when it works for the people that it's working for. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. It is magical. Like, it, you, you literally, there is no loading times, there's no downtime, there's no updating. Everything just works. The, 
the one thing that bothers me about the hotel thing is that a lot of hotels, if they give you free Wi-Fi, is very crappy no Wi-Fi. Hotel Wi-Fi. But, but yeah, you can but always buy for I the higher option, right? I tested that during the beta. I mean, I, I, that was one of the things that I actively tested, and it worked beautifully. With, like, regular hotel Wi-Fi, or did you pay for like, Yeah, the... regular hotel Wi-Fi. I, I never okay. paid to upgrade hotel Wi-Fi, and I traveled a lot back then. Okay. Well, if it can work in that capacity, then that would be great, yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah, and I even played it at Starbucks. I mean, it, it worked beautifully. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Okay, well, that's settled for now. For now, we'll wait and see. I guess that's my verdict at this moment. I, uh, I agree with Engadget, and there was another one, too. I can't remember. That, that basically said, when it works, it's magical, but it's not for everybody right now. Mm-hmm. And, and this may not be the future, but it's basically the idea of what the future could be. Yeah, but I mean, it was done like 10 years ago, and obviously back then the infrastructure was even worse. But as the infrastructure gets better, we need to move into a world with no data caps. And I don't know if that's well, really going to happen. it's been done a billion times before, but nobody's done it as well as Google has at this point. Yeah, no, this is the best iteration of that idea. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe we need one tier above this iteration. But this is pretty damn close, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I... I've, I have no complaints, to be honest. I think it's awesome. And, and I will give you the buddy pass as soon as I get it. That's one of the things that's that's also... See, that, that's the thing. is it, It's a staggered launch. So everybody's complaining because it didn't work the way they wanted to out of the box. But yeah, I don't know. I guess everything they want. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I expected. Okay. So when all these things start working and going in order, people are going to change their tone. And I'm yeah. just going to be like, well, but, but okay, you still going with the flow. But to be fair, you were more informed about this product than most people that are getting it. Everybody bought it thinking this is going to work right away. And you knew that this was going to be a procedural thing where they have to fix this and that. I think other people were expecting this thing to like to work perfect out of the box. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically the same people that complain about their iPhones and <laughs> their Xboxes and everything else not working the way they wanted to work when yeah. they didn't read a single thing about it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, but also to be fair, yeah. when you have a product from a company and you market it one way, people expect something. And if it doesn't do every single thing that was on the specs or whatever, then eventually it will do every single thing. But like you said, it's 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 incremental, and it it'll, it will get there. But um, I, I just wish I could have you guys in a room with me to check it out because gross. It's one of those things. It's like somebody <laughs> talking about a good dinner. I mean, if you didn't taste it, who cares? Yeah. You don't know. Well, you really don't have an opinion about the dinner if you haven't eaten part right. of it. And, and it is truly magical. Okay. So, you know, I, just, I wish, like, Steam had a version of this, because my thing is I don't want to rebuy all my games. Right. And so that's, that's the perfect segue that I think this is going to happen for Steam. It has to, right? Like, for Steam to do something like this or to at least partner up with somebody to make it work is beautiful. I mean, the, the cool thing is the way that Google is doing it, is like for instance with destiny i got it for free obviously well not for free but it was the game of the month basically and and so if they do that continuously where your game of the month links to all your other accounts because the cool thing is i didn't buy destiny with stadia but i was able to import my characters from steam from battle.net and from my playstation so all the separate times that i've started it and barely played it like all of that progress is still here I, i didn't lose any of it hmm so that's cool. And and if that was able to happen through Steam, then yeah, obviously it's going to rain money on them. Yeah. I need a service that has at least 1,000 games. 
that's kind of my threshold right now because there are so many games and I don't care if a lot of them are indies and just a couple are AAA because I actually gravitate more towards indies anyway. But uh, I need a library of a thousand games with Stadia and, and then I can just play whatever I want from those a thousand games and then I can add different packages by paying different amounts or whatever. But that has to be my base, honestly, 1000 games and then you're good to go. 22 or 24 games is not, you know, it's not going to cut it. Especially if a lot of those games are not new games. They're games that people have already, you know, played and stuff. And, you know, there needs to be a little bit more incentive, I think, in on the game, on the library end for that to work. But, and I know it's coming, but right now I think that's part of what the reason why people are complaining. Um, I don't know. I've been playing uh, Death Stranding right now on PS4. Mm-hmm. And, and I've put, like, countless hours into that one game. And so... Having a hundred games like that is a nightmare for me because I would never get to them all. No, but I mean, when Isn't I say that, the UPS simulator—it really is. Yep, no doubt. Norman Reedus and his magical fetus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that too. Yes. So that's a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, man, I love that game. I, at first, I kind of hated it because it is a delivery simulator, but uh, it's way more than that when you get into it. Like it's it's, it's such a weird experience and and it, i love it it's so good okay well we'll have to try that at some point i don't know that that's personally on my list of on my short list to play i wouldn't recommend it to anybody yeah i guess it might <laughs> but I love be an acquired, an acquired taste <laughs> for me it might um does anybody know about this whole pokemon debacle thing or does anybody I play pokemon that uh i don't know i guess it's sword and shield and that a bunch of fans thought it wasn't any good, but then a bunch of people started reviewing it, like IGN and uh, what other the other outlets that are reviewing this thing, Metacritic and GameSpot. But like the user reviews are. Re this is another thing where the user reviews and the re reviewer are not agreeing at all. And I guess there was a big divide on Pokemon. And uh, I don't know, but I don't play Pokemon, so I don't really know how. You know, I don't have any skin in the game here. I just kind of came up on this story, and I didn't know if you guys were interested about talking about Pokemon, but yeah, not even a little bit. No, um, <laughs> no yeah, that's the way. The I feel. thing is, is that this is sort of a gamer. It sounds like sort of a gamer game two point um, You know, they were in you know, a lot of the the journalists and the magazines were in bed with the developers, and you know, so all of a sudden you got these mediocre games that are coming out that everybody's just absolutely, you know oohing and on and completely freaking out about but uh i don't know it's just it's shoddy journalism and it should be considered fraud uh because you know it's uh false advertising at that point i mean when i was i was watching part of the podcast from ign and i don't know maybe i'm a lot older than i think i am <laughs> but all i see is little kids just fighting with each other and that's the yes. way I feel like these journalists are acting like little kids. And I'm like, I just lose interest in what they're saying. The second I see them start to talk, and like, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. journalism was supposed to be a little, a little bit of a higher art, maybe? Or maybe treated well, as a higher art? I don't know. There, there definitely has to be a level of maturity and professionalism involved. Yeah. Um, and but, there's, a, there's a very high bar for the ethics that are also involved. And once you, you don't do that, then... You know, you don't deserve. You don't deserve any of your uh, 
anybody to take what you're saying seriously and you should definitely you know find another uh line of work uh and talking about hayden christensen mm-hmm. um he did a movie i would argue is his best uh broken glass about a journalist who was making up stories about the republican national convention mm-hmm. and uh yeah he got caught doing it and now he's persona non grata nobody will even touch him and he had a very promising career as a journalist but you know you know you don't get to do that you don't get to have that uh that wide a platform and you know not take it seriously and not have the ethics to back it up so you have to i mean it's kind of like when i compare the guys from giant bomb podcast which are older guys and they're seasoned and they know what the hell they're talking about and they're calm about what they're saying sometimes but Mm-hmm. In in a way, you know they're seasoned journalists and that they have integrity and that they let you know whenever something's their opinion and they also let you know when something is more objective. Yes. And then you go over to IGN and see a bunch of the young kids just like spouting off bullshit and you're like, dude, this, this just puts me off. It's like, what happened? Is this what the future of gaming journalism is? Because it doesn't, it's not very reassuring. I don't know. But maybe it's their world now, I guess. We're like the old farts that are like, you know, weren't supposed to be playing video games at this age anymore, right? Um, and so we, we have been kind of written off of the planet, you know? We're not supposed to even be doing this podcast, you know? We're just too old for this shit. We don't understand. What they don't understand is that we understand more than they ever will or more that they think they know. And so, well, but they kind of write us off as, oh, you're just the older guys, you're not in sync with the new vibe, you know, whatever, you guys go go to a corner and die and let us do our thing. It's kind of like their attitude. I'm like, okay. Okay, boomer. Whatever. Exactly. First of all, <laughs> we're all Gen X. People <laughs> say, okay, boomer to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when you're young, you really can't tell age that well. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my teachers being the oldest people on the planet. And now <laughs> I'm 15 years older than most of them. So, and we no, but I mean, like millennials young. over the internet will say, "Okay, boomer," mm. <laughs> because Gen Z is more conservative, apparently. So they think I'm a boomer. Yeah, what is what is it? I have two kids from completely different generations, even though they're supposed to be from the same generation. I don't know. You're an <laughs> '80s child, <laughs> by association. So, but anyway, is there anything else? Oh, you guys want to talk about like uh, Diablo Four having cosmetic microtransactions? Suppose reportedly, I don't know. Should yeah, they do that? What's that? I said that's a bad look. Well, unless it's free to play. I mean, the thing is, like, Path of Exile is a very popular game, but they, you know, it's 100% supported by cosmetic microtransactions. And that's understandable. And that's, like, and that's where all the companies go go awry. Is yeah, that, you'd be surprised how much people will pay for a hat. Well, no, but and the thing is, like, it, it was fine when there were games that were, like, free to play, but they supported themselves through cosmetics, but now you have people selling games for $60. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and they keep then collecting. they yeah. want to double dip, and they want to sell you a bunch of shit, too. And it's like, wait a minute, especially when they try to sell you things like keys to open the loot boxes in the game. It's like, wait a minute, I, I paid for this already. Yeah, no double dipping. We don't like as that. long as it's just cosmetic, I don't really have a problem with it. Did but you? Did you if hear? They get bonuses from it, then that's that's really bad. Yeah. Did you hear? Path of, Path of Exile actually took a jab at Diablo, um, and because Path of Exile has actually made a mobile announcement, 
And in their mobile announcement, they had the guy making the announcement. It had a little title at the bottom that said, like, Mobile Fall Guy or something. Making fun of the oh, whole wow. thing that happened with Blizzard. Uh, and apparently they're making... Uh, the, the mobile Path of Exile is going to have no ads and no microtransactions. Oh, wow. That's what uh, they said. That's what Path of Exile said. They want to really, like, counter Diablo. Or Blizzard. Activision. Whatever. Whichever one. I don't even know who's in control right now. But, yeah, that I don't think anybody is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't see how, you know, the people have to monetize somehow. So, and, and to be honest with you, like Disney Plus, I'm like, wait a minute, this is too cheap. You know, like this is way too cheap to, you know, for for what they offer. But then mm-hmm. when you realize that there's very little new content, you know, yeah. it's, it's all old stuff. But even then, it's still pretty cheap. Yeah. So now to, I guess we got to do our final closing story. Uh, and to bring it all full circle, we can go back to Disney+. Plus. What is this Gor- Gordon Ramsay as Nathan Drake? What the hell is that? What? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. I couldn't believe that was true when I heard that. I was like, no, that's just got to be... Someone's trolling. But there's yeah, a show. There's a National Geographic. I guess he goes to different locations and pretends to be... The whole show is called Uncharted. And it's Gordon Ramsay going off to different locations doing I don't know what. I guess I'm going to have to watch an episode well, to find out. He can call it Uncharted. It's not based on the game. I'm no, sure. no, but there is a rela- There's a correlation. There can't be. I... Yes, there is. Shenanigans. I'm calling no. shenanigans, man. No. <laughs> nope. He thinks he's Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake is like more like brownish or Gordon dirty Ramsay blonde. doesn't even know who Nathan Drake is. He probably doesn't. He probably laughs at already... people. I thought they games. were making that into a movie and it was like. I'm it hot. fell apart already. Oh, well. It's, it's fallen apart twice now, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Man. That is such a good IP. I love Nathan Drake. The second iteration, it was going to be the, the dude that plays Spider-Man now was going to be young Nathan Drake, which I'm not real keen on. No? You don't think you can pull it? Well, after Nathan Fillion was going to be Nathan Drake. Oh, yeah, Nathan, that's, yeah you that's, can't that's, beat that shit. That was a good cast. That would have been a good Fillion's cast. Nathan Fillion's like getting a little old now, but he would have That's been. exactly why they killed it. He's getting a little too old. Dude, did you see the last uh, Indiana Jones movie? He was fucking old as shit. Yep. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) So, but anyway, that's... No, I did see that that show being on on Disney. It's under the National Geographic tab. And Gordon Mm. Ramsay's face on it, and it says Uncharted. So he's doing something out there. (laughs) So we'll figure out what he's He's doing. He's in Uncharted Kitchens, that's all. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about Gordon Ramsay. Sometimes I like him, and sometimes I just think he's an ass. I'm, I haven't really. Oh, he's just a character on a TV show. Yeah, really no, I, I will yeah, say, 100%. like his, his like his favorite. Remember his like my favorite quote of his is like, "You guys cook like old people fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Shit! You made me spill nice. my drink. <laughs> <laughs> now he is funny. Sometimes I have, he is like super funny. I have juniper on my shirt now. Thank you. Good. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. By the way, <laughs> eat. So I cannot find my that gin that you s- recommended. I can't. Yes. They only sell it at Costco, and I don't have a Costco thing. Okay. Grandma does. Oh, she does. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, but your you think mom, she'll buy me? You know your mom and hook you up. She's your mom, of course she will. She doesn't promote my drinking. She doesn't promote my habits. Yeah, she, but she also doesn't try and actively stop you either. She, she has never bought me porn. Okay. Listen, if you tell her... Good night, everybody. That you need to... Oh, my God. Isn't that a good thing? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. The gift that keeps on giving. I'll take two. 
Holy moly. <laughs> I think we broke we broke both Ethans with that one. <laughs> it's true, she never bought me porn, man. My uncle did, but my mom never did. Just... Well my mom never bought me porn either. <laughs> well, Suck it up. Don't, don't oh, complain to me. Yeah. Complain to somebody. <laughs> You're not gonna steal my porn. Although nowadays it's gonna be the most edited version of this podcast you've ever had. Nothing's gonna be edited. This gonna be... <laughs> oh, I'm... hey guys, sorry, uh, something happened and that whole episode got deleted. We're gonna have to redo it. Yeah, been yeah. <laughs> power went... surge. I don't know. We, we went to a dark place. No, and then I'm just trying to picture your mom even attempting something like that. <laughs> She's, she's like at the at the Easy Mart or the Seven Eleven, looking behind the counter. Hmm, my son needs something for tonight. There are too many. Uh, there are too many chains going on right now. I don't want to hear anybody picturing anybody else's mom right now. At this point. It's like nobody buys magazines anymore. Man, no. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm out. Good to see you guys. I'll see you next time. All right. I'm gonna go eat dinner on that note. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to wrap guys, this up. It is. It was great talking to you. Um, oh, man. I'm sweating. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. It's always great. Pon, say hey to your mom for me. I really love it. <laughs> no, not just doing weird right now. She's, just a, she's a great woman, and I always had a really good time hanging out with her. Right on. Oh, man. Okay. I think Candyman had a good time, too. But... Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of killing me right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time. I don't know if oh, we're gonna God, have a show. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, I don't know if we're gonna have a show during December because it's kind of busy for everybody. So we may have to catch up back in January then. <laughs> All right. Well, keep you in the loop. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Don't be a stranger. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Mutant Donkey podcast. If you'd like to contact us, please send us an email at mutantdonkey at gmail that's Mutant Donkey with a 3 instead of an E at gmail.com. We will also put this email address in the show notes. Thank you.